like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Ah, baby, bone sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. The key. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. Plug it up. What's up? How you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm just playing with my dolls. Oh, nice. <laughs> what if I just kept it there the whole time? You don't play with Barbies. You play with horror villains. I play with Barbies with the girls, dude. Charlotte, dude, you don't want to play Barbies with her, dude. She's like hardcore. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she's mean. She's like, no, dad. They don't say that. This is what they say. Jesus Christ. Like, okay. So really what happens is my Barbie, which I always have to be Ken too, by the way. I can't ever be anybody else. Yeah. My Barbie sits there while the other Barbies like play and have fun. And I, my Barbie just sits there and does nothing. <laughs> You'll have to give Mark some pointers on uh, Barbies. Yeah. That's right, dude. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Man. Well, you were holding out on us. Yeah. I didn't... Uh... We, we were going to wait for a little while longer to like really start telling people, but we live in a small town, so word was really starting to get around. Uh, well, so I we mean, kinda... geez, we don't live in your town. You could have at least told us. That's true. I guess I could have. <laughs> Did you, you didn't even tell Brooke? Yeah, Brooke knew. Oh, wow. Huh. Now I just feel hurt, like right here. Is that where your heart is? Yeah. Right over there? It's right here, behind this big titty. They're called pecs. They're called pecs. Oh, that's what they're called. That's what it's from the pacifier, dude. Come on. <laughs> it's Cinco de Mayo. What are you guys drinking? Uh, I'm drinking. It's not Mexican beer. I did have a burrito though for dinner. Oh wow. We had we had fajitas. Nice. nice. There you go. <laughs> uh, it's just a pale ale. It's called Paper Salesman. Paper Salesman. Are you Dwight Schrute tonight? <laughs> yeah. It's Gritton's best paper salesman. I've never seen that show before. Bro, come on. It's not my thing. It's not my thing. It would be. It, you, I, you go- I think it will be eventually because like even in our friend group, there's people who are kind of like you who have never kind of given them the chance or don't want to watch it and are currently watching it right now for the first time. And they love it. Hmm. Well, it's your humor. I think you would like it. We mean it's my humor. What does that mean? I don't know. It's like Oh, it's I'm just, listening. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I don't know. Here. It's like a very awkward like It's like dry humor that dry like, humor, yeah. only some yeah. people like really understand. That sounds like me. Yeah. Where'd your camera go? Oh, it's the stupid um USB drive that I have. It's really driving me crazy. Let's see which one picked up. There we go. Pun, see? In, pun intended. Ah, pun intended. No, it's got like a short or something in it. That's what I get for buying it from uh, China. Yep. I should have just bought the uh, 
the Best Buy version, but I went full Amazon, and uh, that's what I get. It's my own fault. Speaking of Amazon, man, I got some fucking issues with them right now. Let's do it. Let's go into it. We're not. We didn't come scheduled to talk about anything. I don't even know what I'm gonna. What we are gonna label this thing as? It's a cocktails with the crew. Cocktails with the Elm Street boys. There you go. Yeah. Anyways, my issue with Amazon right now. I ordered a pair of AirPods from them on May third. Okay. No, May second. And they were supposed to be at my door yesterday. And they're still not here. May 3rd. May 2nd. They were supposed to be here yesterday. It was a two-day delivery. Ah, you know what they're doing. They're pissing me off is what they're doing. Well, yes, but what they're really doing is so they just came out with their new Alexa earbuds. I bought a pair of them because they were... uh, like 119.99 marked down to 49.99 like 2 days Holy ago or not 2 shit. days ago it was like Jesus 3 or 4 Christ. weeks ago so i was like how can i not buy these so i bet <clears> you they're screwing up all the airpod delivery so everybody switches over to the alexa pods they probably are hmm. it's kind of genius actually they're okay they're just like i had skull candy ones that were like 19.99 and um the Alexa ones have a little more functionality, but they come unpaired just as easy as the Skull Candy ones do. So they kind of drive me crazy, to be honest with you. Mm. I've never really liked the AirPods like that style. I've just been like over the ear headphone guy, mm. you know, my whole life. I can't do that at work though. Like I need to have them like somewhat hidden a little bit. Yeah, I don't mind the pods, truthfully. Plus, these over—I hate these over-the-ear things because my ears are so damn big, and I always have glasses on, so it, like smashes them. <laughs> I don't know how my ears don't look like Michael Bisbing's ears yet from the UFC. <laughs> like, like they're tear. I don't know. Like after every time after we record, like Seth and I take our headphones off because he and I share a pair of headphones. You know, we're like right up against each other, and uh, <laughs> I'm always like rubbing my ears because I'm like, come on, gotta get the blood out of my can. That's called a flower ear. Yeah. I can't do it, dude. I don't want to do it. Nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Did you guys watch any movies for Cinco de Mayo? No. I'm the, half- uh, the new season of The Circle just dropped, so we watched an episode and a half of that. Is I've never good? heard of that. What is that? It's, <laughs> it's a stupid reality show on Netflix, but it's addicting. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I'm not doing that. No. There's too much other stuff to watch. I started watching a movie tonight. Um, it just got added to Shudder. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. One sec. Is it the one they were advertising on Instagram? I don't know. Probably not. Have it's like, not. It's an old movie. Uh, okay. This was the, they were advertising some new Shudder exclusive. We have Shudder and I never watch it. You should, man. They're adding good stuff on there now. You dude. guys ruined me, dude. After last year, I have zero desire to watch any movies. Like, it's terrible. It's terrible. I, like, sit down. Like, I used to even have, like, so when I don't travel, I'll be home. I'll be working in my office. I used to, like, turn a movie on and, like, just have it on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, usually it's one I've seen because I know it's going to happen. But even now, I'm like, I have no desire to turn a movie on. Like, I just turn, like, a random podcast on and do that instead. Yeah. Usually ours. Oh, I listened yeah. to yours this morning while I worked out. Did you find the movie? Yeah, I did. So it's called Anthropophagus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was directed by Joe D'Amato from 1980. And the uh, the synopsis like really intrigued me, but it's a fucking terrible movie. 
it was seized by UK authorities as a video nasty and accused of being an actual snuff film. Ooh. Yet even by 80s Italian gore spewing standards, this grueling shocker from sex and sleeve maestro sex and sleaze maestro Joe D'Amato still stands as perhaps the most controversial and extreme spaghetti splatter epic of them all. Uh, wow. Is it that brutal and gory? Well, I'm literally halfway through it and there's been no gore yet. Okay. A, A, that's my one problem. Mm-hmm. And B, it's an Italian movie with English dubbing. And uh, they're, the English dubs are literally in a studio. Like, it's just, it's <laughs> terrible. Like, they're, they're in an outside setting and you can hear, like, studio background. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, it's awful. It's terrible. I'm yeah, going to finish it. That. But... Yeah. I forgot they called um, Italian horror movies spaghetti splatters. Or is that what you said? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's like the uh, what's the other one? It's it's like a color because oh, it's yellow. Yellow. That's it. Yeah, it's yellow. It's yellow, dog. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do? I didn't go get a Mexican beer, unlike Brooke, who said he didn't have one. But I'm assuming he he looks like the kind of guy that would drink a Mexican beer. <laughs> The straight old Millie's. Nice. Miller Miller Lite. Miller Latte. I ran out of Bush Latte, so I switched back to Miller. I got your joke, Brooke. Don't worry. Thanks. I didn't get it. What was it? You put a a Mexican twist on it. Yeah. I'm not racist, so I wasn't going to get it. Miller Lite. I actually (laughs) heard it. I just ignored it because it came off a little racist. I fully expected expected Brooke to come out here with like a bottle of Patron or something. That'd be cool. Would be cool. He or, goes balls to the wall for this shit. Or a sombrero. Yeah. Yeah. Do you hear I rolled my R's? It's kind of racist, Josh. I don't think so. Yeah. It's just being, making... I, if anything, it's the opposite of race. I'm being politically correct. <laughs> it's funny. I saw a video because, <clears throat> you know, like white people get up in like their panties a bunch. Like if someone <laughs> like me or like you, you know, like we dress like. <laughs> has like a Mexican, like, you know, like put a sombrero on and stuff. And they're like, oh, that's so racist. You can't do that. Well, there's like a video of a guy dressed up like that. and went to like Mexico City and he's like asking like, you know, real Mexicans like, hey, are you offended by this? And they're all like, no, nah, like it's actually awesome that you're dressing like that. Yeah, he's promoting the culture. That's the that's the problem with today's society. And fuck, this is going to be a bad conversation i can't wait on the cocktails episode that's right but that's the problem with this this day and age right like it's it's mostly white people that are calling out the racism yeah of other white people like different cultures aren't calling people out for shit like that like how you just said that like i mean if someone comes out with blackface like obviously that's going to be an uproar but like the whole like cultural appropriation and shit like that like it Nine times out of ten, it's not the culture that's complaining about it. I think it's a very small group of people. With, I say it's all the time, but with a very loud voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's easy to be heard nowadays. Now, I do think that there are some that take it over the line in terms of like what kind of what you just like with blackface or other things. But wearing a sombrero, yeah, like come on, dude. Yeah, <laughs> don't we have other things to worry about? Exactly. Like, I don't know, inflation, the war right now. Now, (laughs) We're going to worry about Brooke wearing a sombrero and me rolling my R's because I am good at it. 
You must make Abby very happy. Sometimes. Actually, she heard me. She heard me roll on my arms. And I heard her start coming down the steps. And then she oh, was like, yeah. oh, shit, he's recording. Did she slip and fall? Not yet. No, I took all that nasty carpet off the steps. I haven't replaced the wood yet, but I it's on my to-do list, okay? Get off my back. You might have missed my joke. Never mind. Oh, I didn't get it. What happened? Never mind. I'm terrible with the jokes today. You are. You know What's who your- I you know who I blame for all of this like stuff? I blame oh, who's the we're... who's the singer that is like going crazy and saying like you Britney can't Spears. Call, no, you can't call aliens like aliens because like it's offensive to them. What? Who's this? The girl what's her name? Yep, Demi Lovato? This? Yeah, Demi Lovato, yeah. The one the one who sings to ghosts because yeah. What was that? She's singing to ghosts to relieve them of their trauma or some shit. Yeah, like that. yeah. And like, then she said you shouldn't call them aliens because like it's offensive to them. Maybe like aliens, aliens, or like yeah, illegal yeah. aliens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aliens, aliens. Like, oh like outer space aliens. Like, like uh-huh. Tom DeLonge aliens. Yes. Huh? Why is that offensive to the aliens? Has That's she talked like- to the aliens? She must have. She must have went to Area 51 with all those people last year. That's a great segue because do you think that the person that is offended by Brooke wearing a sombrero ever talked to somebody of Mexican heritage to find out if they were really bothered by it or they just assumed, hey, this very pasty white guy is wearing a sombrero. It's offensive. Exactly. Hey, maybe I did a 23 and me and I'm 5% Mexican. Dude, that's funny you say that because uh, based on Mark's recommendation, I got my wife a 23 and me, and she still hasn't done it. And I got it for her for her birthday in January. Wow. Yeah. She said the problem is that you like can't eat before you do it, I guess. Cause, like, for like eight hours. Yeah, I don't know. She was so like, I'm not going to do it. She's never given blood or had blood drawn before? That's offensive. You can't ask me that. <laughs> Does she eat in her sleep? Also offensive. You can't. You know, I like this. Like this is so easy to <laughs> rebuttal. Everybody hit me with another one. Josh is just going to cancel us at this point. Nah, that'd be too much fun. I mean, I wouldn't have as much fun. What would I do if you guys weren't around? I don't know. Did you guys get your tickets to the emo screamo fest that's out west or what? At west, the one where? in Vegas. Yeah, I thought you guys were going to go. Nah, nah not worth our, it. Well, our one friend is actually going, but. I think after everything that like happened, I I think it's gonna be a shit show. What yeah. happened? Well, it just does, doesn't make sense. It it's not. Uh, someone worked it all out, and like there's like fifty bands over eight over twelve hours, or something like that. So each band's only gonna play a thirty minute set, and that doesn't even include like setting up and taking down all the equipment. Oh, so they're going to play like 20 minutes? Yeah. And like the headliners, there's three headliners. And there's only like two stages or one stage. Yeah. Like it's not like Warp Tour. And so they announced this one day and then sold it. And then like two weeks later, they're like, oh, hey, we just did a second day, but with the same bands. A week later. Yeah, and then those all sold out. Then another week later went by. They're like, oh, we're going to do a third day. So now there's like three days of the same 50 bands. And each day you have to buy a different ticket. So it's like, I think it's just a big scam, I think, honestly. Plus it's the same company that put on Fire Festival. So that's another red flag. 
interesting. When is this supposed to take place? I don't remember. October? August or October, yeah. Oh, man. It, I thought it was going to be like Warp Tour. There was going to be a bunch of different stages set up. No. It's fucking camera. Look, the camera went out again. God damn it. We have to get rid of it. I mean, it, it is a good like marketing ploy by them because yeah. like, you know, guys our age and people our age, you know, uh, grew up listening to those bands. So. Right. The funny and, thing is you could have taken like the top five build bands on that and they could have just did a tour together and probably toured the entire US and made way more money themselves. Well, like just bring back Taste of Chaos. Right. That'd be perfect. Yeah. I think yeah. it'd be even bigger than what Taste of Chaos was because they did them in small arenas here. I think now you could do them in bigger ones. Yeah. Yeah. We had tickets to see the used um, like a year before COVID hit. So what was that? 2020? It's like 20, the summer of 2019, I think. They were touring with... Um, thir- uh, was it Thursday? No. Who does Artists in the Ambulance? Thrice. Thrice. It was Thrice, the used, and... Um, I remember that actually. Ollie, who's the band that Ollie's in? Uh, Bring Me the Horizon. And the, yeah, those three were touring together, and they were doing like, um, uh, like it, I don't call them empty, but basically like the old amphitheaters that nobody plays at anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not like the big ones, like the smaller ones, so the people could camp, etc. It's like me and Jess and uh, Seth and Abby and uh, a few other people got an Airbnb and we were just going to Uber back and forth because it was like a house in the middle of this nowhere town. Yeah. And then they canceled the freaking show the weekend before. No way. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah, it sucked. It sucked. But it would have been cool. Like you could have camped out and and stayed, but we just got an Airbnb. Like the shitty part was because these are all like out in the middle of nowhere. It's like they... Mm -hmm. We likely would have ended up having to have somebody drive. Like somebody would, because it was a three day thing, I think. With somebody would have had to have been like the DD each day, because there's no yeah. way we could have got it. I think we could have got an Uber there. There's no way we would have got one back. Yeah, it would have been tough for sure. That sounds like, uh, like we had Rockfest up here for, I think it went for five or six years. Yeah. But uh, yeah, then that, the guy who started that ended up owing bands like millions of dollars. Oh, he wasn't paying yeah. them? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like this isn't a small town, like probably an hour from like Ottawa from where I live. And uh, the first like two or three like festivals they had, like apparently they didn't have enough outhouses. Oh, wow. So like the outhouses were just like overflowing like into the camping site of people's mm. tents. <laughs> and like they ended up like running out of water and like food or something stupid like that. So like the yeah. first like few years were like, it was like a shit show, like literally a shit show. <laughs> yeah, dude. See, hey, I got that joke. Yeah, yeah. I went to it probably just like fourth or fifth year, and I had a fucking blast. It was so much fun. Who was there? Um, oh man, like Lamb of God played corn. Uh, who else was there that year? Blink One Eighty Two. Um, ICP was there. Oh lord, dude! They do like uh, horror, you guys probably know this, but they do like horror conventions. Like I've seen on Instagram, yeah. some of the accounts I follow, they like post pictures of ICP at these horror. Like they're getting pictures with them and stuff. Yeah, I was like, man, they really fell off. Look at him. Don't do you remember? Maybe you do or you don't. But like it, it was like Eminem versus ICP. Like you were either an Eminem fan or an ICP fan because they didn't like each other. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then you look at like him and like he just played the freaking Super Bowl halftime show and these guys yeah. are out doing horror conventions. Yeah. Actually, Josh, you'll appreciate this. Limp Biscuit was there too. Dude, I love Limp Biscuit. I hated them live. They were fucking terrible live. <laughs> were they bad? Oh, so bad, man. Man, I'm not gonna lie, dude. There's some days if I'm having a bad day, I'll pull up on YouTube the um Limp Biscuit Woodstock live performance. They had the full performance. Yeah. Freaking great, man. I imagine they would have been good like back in their prime. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Like in the late nineties, right? Ninety nine, two thousands. But like fifty year old Fred Durst on stage is just not doing it. <laughs> yeah, I could see how that would be a problem. I mean, they're still touring, right? And they're touring right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, they they just released a new album too. Not I'm that sure long it's horrible. Is Wes Borland back in the band? I'm not sure. I don't know. Brooke and I are going to Slipknot at the end of the month. Nice. Yeah. And Cypress Hill. Are they with Slipknot? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And then like some band called Horror or something like that. It's like yeah. H-O-9-9. Oh, nine or something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Where are they playing at? Uh, here in Ottawa at the uh, the hockey arena. Oh yeah, that's probably sold out, isn't it? My probably. buddy just my buddy just got two tickets. Huh. Surprisingly, you guys yeah. in the pit? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're too old for that, dude. This might be the last time you talk to us. It could be. <laughs> uh, we got a whole month. We got a whole month. He says yeah, at the yeah. end of the month. That's hilarious. You guys are going like Slipknot concerts and I'm going to like country festivals. <laughs> oh, how I've mellowed out in my older age. Slipknot was my first ever concert though and I haven't seen them since. So it's like I need to before they stop touring. It'll be interesting to see how their first performance you saw them at versus now is mm. to see if they're still yeah. as crazy. Because if I remember correctly, didn't they used to like beat the crap out of each other on stage? <laughs> yeah. 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 I've seen them three times and they're fucking dead. They beat the shit of the kegs and all that shit. Yeah. It's, it's one of the best stage shows I've ever seen. I don't yeah. know, dude, I was really into them. So like, I think it was probably middle school. So I was like, cause I dated this girl and her brother had like dreadlocks and wore all black and he was in really into Slipknot and corn. And this was like before the, um, what was the really popular corn album? Follow the leader. Uh, yes. That's the one with the or girl f- and the hopscotch thing off the cliff, right? Yeah, with Freak on a Leash and all yeah. that. Yeah, so it was before that. So I forget, what was in, what was all their albums? There was this, the self-titled album, right? And then wasn't there... Yeah, Slipknot. No, no, Corn. Was... Corn? Uh, I'm looking it up. Peach? Peaches? Peach? Isn't that an album? Uh... They had their self-titled in 94, Follow the Leader in 98, Life is Peachy in 96. Life is Peachy. What year was Follow the Leader? Follow the Leader was like 98, wasn't it? It was after. I think so. Yeah. Their newest album was actually really good. Was it? Yeah. Man, Jonathan Davis. Have you guys followed Jonathan Davis? He's like had like a depressing life, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I think he did his wife OD. Oh, really? I believe so. Like recently. Oh, shit. I believe so. But yeah, he's had like a really... Plus, not to mention all the shit that happened to him when he was a kid. That he's, I mean, it's in all of his songs. It's not all... He, that's not all he sings about, but I'm going yeah. to get canceled. Um, 
Does he have a book? I think he did release a book, but then he did like his own self-titled stuff too. Yeah. Because I read Marilyn Manson's book and that was a fucking eye-opening experience too. He's from Ohio. Yeah, I would love to... I would love to read his. Oh man, it's nuts! The yeah, shit that he went through as a kid. Devin Davis, she uh, died in 2018. That's Jonathan's oh, wow. wife. Yeah, oh, shit. Let's see, she was only 39. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, I've never read. Manson's from Ohio, right? I think so. Yeah. I believe he is. Yeah, I remember they had him on uh, Bowling for Columbine. Like he was interviewed by. Uh, whatever his name is michael or whatever oh michael from moore. from mtv no michael moore. no michael moore yeah oh the documentary yeah. guy yeah because back then like everyone just blamed music for these kids going fucking crazy they blamed him specifically didn't they yeah 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 i remember there was an interview with him on uh who's that one cnn guy anderson cooper no He's a uh, fucking asshole. I can't stand him. The wolf guy? Wolf Blitzer? No. Uh, Is he the one that, read, that wrote that book that you're reading that I gave you? No. I'm going to find it. Fuck off. Is uh, he the one that asked him like, if he could talk to the kids, what would he say to them now? And he said he wouldn't say anything. He would just listen to them. I think so, yeah. I remember that interview. They like tried to put all that on him. Oh, I know. It's insane. He's probably the one that said he fucking removed his ribs so he could suck his own dick. He, he yeah. did do that, Brooke. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys uh, watched uh, is, Yellow uh, Jackets? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. haven't yet. Okay, never mind. Uh, have you finished it yet? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I like Bill O'Reilly. Oh, yeah. He's not from CNN. He's from Fox, isn't he? That's what I meant, yeah. Oh, okay. It's... <laughs> Definitely. That interview is fucking incredible. Like Marilyn Manson just like ruins his life. Yeah, well, I mean, Manson's a smart dude, man. Yeah, he's a, he has a doctorate. Like he really is. He really is intelligent. Genius. What I don't I didn't know anything about his childhood though. What happened to him? Oh, just like years of abuse and shit like that. And then like he would get like peer pressure into doing like weird ass shit, like killing animals and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah, it's mm. fucked, man. His book is nuts really mm -hmm. does he narrate the audiobook of it i don't know probably not but oh that'd be sweet that would be sick actually yeah i'll have to read it how old's the book is it pretty old uh it came out like probably early 2000s he was on um do you guys watch ride with norman reedus at all no He's on no. there when uh, Reedus is in nashville he meets up he hooks up with manson i don't know why manson was in nashville but I think everybody's in Nashville now, but it was pretty cool. They hooked up for uh, lunch or something. I think they got like Nashville hot chicken or some shit, but yeah. Uh, he actually has some pretty cool guests on his show. Norman Reedus. Yeah. That sounds sweet. It'll be interesting to see what he does now that the walking Dead's coming to an end. Mm -hmm. He'd be a good like podcaster, like a video video podcaster. Yeah, I think so too. That, that ride with Norman Reedus is really interesting. He's, mm -hmm. It's it's more than just like it yeah it's them riding and whatnot on the motorcycles but like Jeffrey Dean Morgan's on there quite a few times. Oh, um, nice. He had Yellow Wolf on there. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah, he's a big biker. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys watch his show? No, I don't think so. It was pretty good. Slum slum. Uh, 
the hell was it called? I forget. It was on one of those weird like Tubi or Crackle. Yeah, I remember uh, that. Wasn't crackle, it on Crackle? Crackle, yeah. <laughs> crackle. Oh my god. Oh, yeah. dude. He's another weird dude. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah, he I saw him at Warp Tour like before he yeah. blew up. I was at that one too. Oh, that'd be cool. Then I saw him. He was touring for his Slamerica tour. Um fuck that was like probably five or six years ago that i watched probably i think i watched like half of the show i haven't finished it yet but it's pretty cool to see because he's still like hangs out with the same group of people yeah that's kind of what that's about he goes like to his neighborhood and like you meet all the people he hangs out with and like where he was making music and uh it's pretty interesting if you're into Mm -hmm. that if you're into into yellow wolf but dude i read Corey taylor's book and it actually made me not like him Really? Which, which one did you read? Because I've read his one, Seven uh, Deadly Sins. That wasn't it. It was. I'm trying to find it on my bookshelf. You're making. Is it you're making me crazy or you're driving me crazy? Uh, mm. I don't see it. It's basically just him bitching for the whole book about things he doesn't like. <laughs> He's a very opinionated person. Yeah, yeah. I I gathered that, but yeah, I really. I was like, man, he's really he's really off putting. Hmm. But he's very super talented. Don't get me wrong; the guy's mm-hmm. super talented. But yeah, he's. But he's based his entire career off of like not fitting to any sort of mold or anything like that, and and being opinionated. Like if you listen to Slipknot's lyrics, yeah, or even uh, Stone Sour's lyrics, like. Which, yeah. which is cool, know. but I mean, at the same time, like you can't. Let's just uh, he. And again, I don't really want to go down this rabbit hole, but we will. We'll jump. To, we'll, come on, Alice. Let's go. We're going to go down this rabbit hole. So <laughs> he starts out in this heavy metal screaming band, right? And then decides, okay, I'm going to make more melodic music with Stone Sour, right? Nobody cares. Yet he gives Machine Gun Kelly endless amounts of shit from going mm-hmm. from being a rapper to oh, yeah. being Remember in a yeah. pop punk band. But at the same time, the most probably, in my opinion, I'm gonna have people probably screaming at their while they're driving in their car. But maybe the most influential pop punk persona in Travis Barker is fucking records with the guy. So like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who's Corey Taylor to say that Machine Gun Kelly is stepping outside of his whatever? I don't know. I just thought it was really hypocritical when he said that. And then even Corey released that like country song like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm, everybody's doing country now fucking Aaron Lewis is doing country yeah um, what's his name from uh, Asking Alexandria he's a country singer now too the lead singer who's that oh uh, yeah yeah fuck he's actually really good and I don't like country and I, I fuck with his music now that's um, bullshit I've sent you n- numerous country artists that you were like yeah they're good because I don't like Typical mm-hmm. like twangy ass fucking Tyler Childers. Tell me Tyler Childers isn't a bad dude. Yeah. Coulter Wall. He's Canadian. You gotta like him. <laughs> uh Danny Warsnop is his name though. I don't think I've ever heard of him. Danny Warsnop. Yeah. Terrible name. He didn't pick it, I don't think. How do you know? Maybe he did. Maybe he did. Yeah. Danny? But going back to the whole Corey Taylor thing and being a hypocrite, like his he's got a solo project out now too. And he uh the fucking 
main single off of the album is Corey motherfucking Taylor. And it's a fucking rap song. Oh, that was it. Yeah. That's the song that I was thinking about. Yeah. I just don't see why it matters. Like just do whatever you want to do. Like, I think what stemmed that whole beef between him and MGK is because of that festival that they were doing together and Slipknot played longer than what they were supposed to. And it like bled into MGK's set or something like that. So, oh. like, they were kind of like beefing back and forth because of that. Well, I know, Actually, and in his defense, I know that MGK did say something about Slipknot. Yeah. yeah. I think even MGK played that same warp tour that Yellow Wolf did. Uh, I don't know if it was the same one or if it was like the year after. Yeah, he definitely played one of the warp tours. Yeah, he did. Dude, that was what was so cool about Warp Tour is you went to watch, like I always went because I specifically wanted to see like Census Fail, mm-hmm. The Used, From First to Last, Silverstein, um, yeah. a, b- a bunch of bands. But then but then there was also all these side stages. So, like you'd go to mm-hmm. eat and grab food from like one of the food trucks and then there was like a side stage, the Ernie Ball stage or whatever, and you'd like hear other bands. And like yeah. sometimes those bands five years later were headlining Warp Tour. So it was like for me it was always really cool to see those because like Blink one eighty two started on a side stage at mm-hmm. Warp Tour. Um I think some forty one also was like on a yeah. side stage at Warp Tour. Eminem mm-hmm. played Eminem Warp Tour. Too, yeah. So it's like it was just a really cool vibe that I think that obviously we don't have anymore, but I, I also didn't go since I was 17 years old. So it's probably shame on me for, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you're part of the problem. Like, like we all are, right? It's just th- that I went until it's last year. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, how many rock bands? I know I, I say this hypoc- hypocritically, but like how many rock bands are there really out there? There's probably a ton, but, but there is ones that like, weren't influential when I was because I know Under Oath is still doing it Census mm-hmm. Fail is still doing it Silverstein unfortunately is still doing it I'm sorry I know they're <laughs> your Canadian brethren but I think they're terrible um, like all it, it's funny though to see like all these bands like have a comeback like a resurgence Alexis on Fire okay they're, that's they're Dallas Green right yeah yeah man I loved City and Color a lot more than mm-hmm. Alexis on Fire did you as well that's a that's a toughie. I don't. I don't think I did. No. <laughs> that's fair, but that's cool. That the, again, here's the thing: Dallas Green goes from the screamo band to playing mm-hmm. acoustic folky music. He was very good in his solo shit, but like, don't get me wrong. But did he go with? And I don't know. I'm asking. Did he go with City and Color? Obviously, those are his names, right? Dallas is City, Green is the color. But City and Color yeah. because he didn't want to be associated with. Like, did he try to do it like separately? Well, I think it was a band. Like it was, it was like his band. It wasn't just him. Yeah, like, I knew. Yeah. That, I know that he's like kind of a very difficult person to work with. I think mm-hmm. from what I've heard, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like an asshole. Have you ever heard of uh, You and Me? It's his. It's another side project of his, and it's him and Pink. Really? And it wow. is phenomenal. That you sounds like it'd be me. good. Yeah. It's You Plus Me. No, I've huh. never heard of it. It's very good. Dude, I like Pink I, a lot. I think they only did one album, maybe two, but the music was really good. I think she's Our, a very underrated artist. Agreed. Yeah, our um, 
any of uh, Blink's side projects still going? Because I know, like, you know, there was Angels and Airwaves. Plus 44. Plus 44. Plus 44. Well, Fox I think, Car Racer. Well, they came back with Blink, and then they had Matt Skiba from uh, Alkaline Trio. But I think Mark is sick, isn't he? Yeah, he's got I cancer. He's, I thought he was better. Is he? I'm gonna hear, here's remember. a hot take for you, dude. I think Blink with Matt Skiba is better than Blink with Tom DeLong. I can honestly, I haven't listened to any really new Blink. Since. Dude, that you got to listen to the Blink 182 California album. It is so yeah. good. Skiba is a better vocalist than um, Tom DeLong was, obviously, because. Blink is very weird to me. Like I love their music, but they're not like Travis Barker is obviously talented as fuck. He's arguably the best drummer of all time. Arguably. Arguably. (laughs) (laughs) But like as for Mark Hoppus and Tom DeLong, like anybody could have filled those shoes. Blink was a vibe to me. They were. Yes. But I mean, like, obviously they had their own like, uh, like stage presence with each other and everything like this. Like you could tell that they're all good buddies, but I mean, like for vocal talent, right? Like Mark Hoppus and Tom DeLonge are not amazing vocalists or anything like that. No. And I would argue they're terrible lyricists from the beginning. They definitely got better. Yeah. But you listen to that first. Like, what's the, is it Dude Ranch? Dude Ranch is before Travis Barker, and then Travis Barker yeah. came on an Enema of the State. But Dude Ranch was a terrible album. Well, I think, <laughs> I think it's just because, like, that's the genre of music, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. They like were teenage. It was, it was jock rock. Punk. It was jock yeah, rock. Exactly. Yeah. And then they, I guess they kind of, since they got all that popularity, they had to kind of change themselves. Like, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket is probably my favorite album of theirs. And, like, Lyrically, it's not the greatest, but it was funny as fuck, which is obviously what they're going for. Well, that had Stay Together for the Kids. That's a bomb song. Yeah. And Mm. was Adam's song on that one? Uh, No. Adam's song was on Enema of the State, wasn't it? Yeah. Like each album, like they show off that they can write music like that, but mm -hmm. you can tell that's not where their passion is. Their passion is to write goofy songs, really, really fast, goofy songs and have fun with it. Mm -hmm. But they can write serious well-written songs their band was focused around travis barker's drumming you listen to tom mm-hmm. later in their career tom DeLonge's guitar playing got a lot better and i don't think that he got better i just think he showed it off more mm-hmm. there's only so much you can do with one guitar player live and then have to record it and try to play it live because some of the shit he played and sang over is not easy to do yeah. but it just sounds very simple but he's also singing over it so i think later when they added a second guitar player live, it freed him up to do other stuff, and I think their writing got better. But like, if you mm-hmm. listen to the the even the first album, Travis Barker's on Enema of the State, their entire sound changes because of the way he plays drums. Like they play yeah. drums, they they write songs around his drum beats, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I meant, right? Like you can you can replace Mark and Tom and Blink, but you cannot replace Travis Barker. Oh, agreed, agreed. If they, yeah. I think if Travis never would have joined Blink One Eighty Two, we would not know who they are. They wouldn't be popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he would go in here. Here's me, like you know, I'm a music nerd. So like, he would go into the studio and record the drum tracks without guitar tracks. He would go in and record the drums, and then they would go in and write the guitar parts around his drum tracks. Yeah. So there, which is not generally 
musically how you write a song. Usually you have a guitar, you write the song with the lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go in and you, and you, yeah, you record the drums first, but generally you have the guitar rhythm track or you wrote the song around that. Whereas with Blink early in their career, like he would basically dictate the direction of the songs, which is in my mind crazy. This is not how you generally do things, but again, I think Mark, you and I have talked about this. I think that if Tom didn't, I don't know what he went through. I know he's went through some stuff, but if he hadn't left, Blink would probably be the biggest rock band of all time. Mm. But then I also argue that if My Chemical Romance didn't break up, I think they potentially could have been the biggest rock band of all time. Yeah. But I don't know. It's tough to say. My Chemical, like, yeah. MCR has given me, like, I didn't appreciate them enough whenever I was growing up. Like, I was always, I was always a used junkie. Same. Like, just all about the used. Um, and I always felt that MCR back then was like just a, the used ripoff. Um, I was young and stupid, obviously, but like now, <laughs> now that I'm older, I realize how fucking talented that band is. Oh, for like sure. Welcome, Welcome to the Black Parade is like top five album. Oh, dude, it's one of the best written albums, in my opinion, of all time. Especially mm-hmm. the way that it, it's a um, what are they? It's not. Is it a compilation? No, not a compilation. What do they call that when it's like a story all the way through the album? Like, yeah, all Coheed's albums are these. Uh, yeah, dag on it. I can't think of the name of what they call it, but that album it's just it's brilliantly written. But I, I'm with you. I was a used fan. That's what got me into playing screamo music was the used. I have their freaking tree tattooed on my arm. But yeah, um, the the used also changed styles when Brandon Steinekert left the band. Like their yeah. first two albums are drastically different style stylistically. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. go with that stylistically from anything after that. Yeah. The used got real shitty. Oh, for certain. For certain. Yeah. Their last like three or four albums, I'm not a fan of. Well, I mean, if you go back and listen to the the used, the self titled album, and then you listen to um what's the second one? It's the one with the freaking tree on. In in Love and Death? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Jeez, how am I I'm like Rain Man with freaking band titles here? (laughs) Like if you go back and listen to the drums. And the way the songs, it's very similar to Blink-182. Like the songs are written around the drums. Yeah. Because I remember um, I had first started playing drums and I was like, I can't play this shit because it was just so difficult. But then you, I could play an entire Green Day album from for front to back. Like no problem. It's just crazy dynamically the differences. And then when Brandon left the used and went, actually they kicked him out. Um their music, in my opinion, just went downhill drastically. Mm-hmm. Um, to answer your question before, it's called a concept album. Concept album. Oh, okay. Dude, that that's sense. another one that I freaking love and think are brilliant music. Well, Claudio, really, but as Coheed. Yeah. Coheed is f- so good. They're storytellers first and then musicians second. Oh, for certain. For certain. Mm-hmm. Have you read any of the comics that the albums are based off of? I I know that I've read one of them. I tried to buy them. I tried to because uh, I thought they had like a uh, what is it called a com- compendium or compendium, whatever you get like all the comics in one book. Yeah, yeah. Like I have yeah. all the Walking Dead ones. So I'm, I wish you. I need like two cameras so you can see this freaking bookshelf <laughs> and movie shelf I'm always pointing at. 
like Jess and Seth think I'm crazy because like we'll be talking about a movie and I'll be like staring off into space over here and Seth's like what are you doing and I'm like I'm trying to find it on the movie shelf over there <laughs> but um yeah so I like I think it's called a compendium but I have all of the yeah. Walking Dead ones but I tried to get the ones from uh for Coheed years ago and like you just couldn't get them you had to buy each individual comic mm-hmm. and doing that is you'll go broke yeah <laughs> but those there's another one that that's crazy but they're like uh God, if people tuned into this episode to listen to us talk about horror movies, they're drastically <laughs> disappointed. Like, I hope that we got some uh, pop punk kids on here, but uh, Rush, like, Coheed is. Yeah. It's funny because t- guy and rest is you know rest in peace Taylor Hawkins, but Taylor Hawkins was on one of the Coheed albums. He filled in for drums and recorded in the studio, and he said he had listened to Coheed, and then when he went in to record, he just did his best. Neil Pert ripoff during that album because he thinks that Coheed sounds so much like Rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even Claudio and Getty Lee had the same like vocal their vocal sounds. range. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the name of that album that Taylor Hawkins. Now I'm this turned into a trivia of uh Porcelain Peak <laughs> but of bands. <laughs> Speaking of those guys, they just released uh, their episode on the Northmen. I had to stop watching. Like, I had no, I'll be honest. I had no desire to see that movie, okay? Wow. And I started to see it tomorrow night. Me too. Wow. Me too. Oh, you, Are you? You didn't invite nice. him. You didn't invite Mark. He's upset. Wow. <laughs> didn't even tell me. So I started listening to Porcelain Peaks episode on it. Um, I think that, yeah, it released on Monday. So I listened to it on Monday. And I, I like had to stop it. I was like, God, I want. I like they made me want to see the movie. So I was like, shoot. So I text my buddy, we're going to see it tomorrow night. I'm dropping the kids off, and uh, his wife's watching the kids while we go to the movie. So nice. Um, you've seen The Witch, right? Mm-hmm. Have you seen The Lighthouse yet? I have not seen The Lighthouse. Um, we're torn. So I, which you guys are never going to believe this, out of the HMC, I'm the only one that likes The Witch. Jess and Seth both hate it. I know. I can't believe that. Yeah. I honestly cannot believe that. I think the problem is they were shit-faced when they watched it. Well, yeah, that's a problem. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. we were texting. Uh, so Seth, uh, my best friend from middle school, and then another friend from high school, and then so two, three friends I went to school with, and then Seth are in this group text. And uh, we were talking about going to see The Northmen. My one buddy had already seen it with his brother, and he said it's fantastic. Um but anyway, I told Seth it's it's Robert Eggers did it, the same guy that did The Witch, and he's like, "Oh, I don't want to fucking see that." And I'm like, "Dude, you need to rewatch The Witch." Like, it's so good. I was like, "You have it's a yeah. movie you have to pay attention to." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I, if they were that shit faced, I would imagine they were not paying attention to it. Well, fuck, I can barely even understand what they're saying. Being sober, I couldn't imagine fucking being drunk and watching that. I thought you meant Seth and Jess because you listened to the. Uh... <laughs> The uh, uh Becky episode. Oh man, that episode was nuts. Um, but Tony and Felicia are dropping their episode on the or on the lighthouse this week, and uh, like in our group chat there, I asked Felicia if she liked it, or I said, "Dude, did you love it?" And she private messaged me, yeah, um, because uh, she didn't want Tony to see like what her response was. But I, uh, I don't know. I think, I think we're going to have to force them to watch it a second time too. The lighthouse. Ah, shit. Fuck. Yeah. I haven't seen what? it. What? I have not seen the lighthouse. No, no, you should watch it. I think you would like it. If I you figured, like it, I figured that'd be a movie that they like would do a deep dive. Yeah, on, you me know? too. Like, That's what I was thinking. 
because the episode we did on it, like there's so like mythological stuff and like stories behind the actual story. Plus like the whole mental health aspect of it, of being trapped in this lighthouse. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Cause they like, they get into those deep dives, which generally us like the HMC, that's not our thing. Right. Like we like for, for Christ's sakes, dude, I think like our third highest rated movie is the final girls. And that movie is just like a, it is the Blink-182 of rock and roll, dude. It is, <laughs> of, I mean, of horror movies, right? It's like your jock rock horror movie. Yeah. I don't even know if that makes sense. I get what you mean. Yeah, but like that's our like one of our highest rated movies, so. But yeah. I don't know. I, wa- I will watch The Lighthouse, but I want to be able to like sit down and like pay attention to it. And anymore, yeah. I have zero time to do that, so I don't know when yeah. I'll get it done. But I'm like I feel really like- excited to see The Northman tomorrow. Yeah, yeah it looks sick. The Lighthouse, I feel like you don't have to pay as much attention to as you did with The Witch. Okay. I don't know if Brooke agrees with that or not. Yeah. Like, you have to pay attention to it, but it's not it's not as hard to follow as The Witch was. So, is it because of the... the um, I, I'm in music world. I'm saying vocals. But is it because of the uh, dialogue? Is it easier to understand? Not really. Like, Willem uh, Dafoe has a fucking wild-ass accent in it. Okay. Yeah, definitely watch it with subtitles as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so funny as... At, so. I forget how long ago it was. Whenever uh, the ride along came out with Kevin Hart and Ice Cube. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So whatever year that was, Abby and I did not have like did not watch movies at home, TV shows, nothing with subtitles on. And we go to that movie and we weren't paying attention, and we went into the theater that had the subtitles on. Okay. And at first oh, we were in like, the theater, really. Yeah. So because I think they do like one a day, mm-hmm. and it has subtitles. But we went into it and we were like, ah, oh, what the hell. So we're sitting there and then like we're eating our popcorn, watching it and we're kind of like looking at each other and I was like, I kind of like this. Yeah. (laughs) So from then on, like we've been disappointed when we go to the movies and they don't have the subtitles on because even at home we have the subtitles on. Yeah. I literally, if I, if I'm watching something like if it's on like one of my streaming, streaming services or something and it doesn't have subtitles, I shut it off. Dude, same. Like the Roku box, how you can go and turn it on. Like mine yeah. is on, always yeah, on. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. it'll like turn off if they don't have them. And yeah. I'll be like, I don't want to watch this. Like the Green Knight is on Crave, I think, Brooke? Uh, Prime, I think. Prime? Yeah, they yeah. don't have subtitles for it. Really? So I watched 10 minutes of it and I shut it off. I'm going to watch it, but like I need it to, like I need to be in my basement by myself. It needs to be fucking silent because yeah. I'm, like I have to pay attention to the spoken dialogue more than yeah. I normally would. I'm getting terrible in my older age. Cause I would prefer to sit around and watch movies with headphones on. Like I'll take these upstairs and like, if I'm watching it by myself, I'll plug it right into the Roku remote. Well, it sounds better. Oh, it sounds way. If you have the headphones on and the subtitles on, I feel like you're watching a completely different movie. Did you just say you plug your headphones into your Roku remote? Yeah. You can do that. Do you have? Well, yeah. I you- didn't know that either. <laughs> I have a Roku TV, like the TV remote. Yeah, here I'll show. Hang on, don't go. Into- yeah, you guys can keep talking. I'll, I'll find a remote and I'll show it to you. This is like. There's nuts. no way. There's no way. I'm That'd trying to find. Crazy. I'm trying to find my remote. It's got to be around here somewhere. Yeah, look. Oh, it's so around the couch. It just plugs right into the side right there. Shut the. What fuck the fuck. Up. Yeah, so I just One plug. I I'm pl- going to get mine. 
<laughs> I just plug the headphones right into it, dude. It's fantastic. The problem with it is, though, dude, is it eats your battery up. Like in the remote or your headphones? In the remote. Okay. Because I'm assuming my headphones are pulling charge from the batteries, maybe. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But like we just, it's probably terrible. You know, stupid Americans, we have a lot of batteries in the house. Plus we have two kids. So we have a lot of kids toys that have batteries. Yeah. Mine doesn't have it. So do you have a Roku TV or a Roku stick? The TV. Yeah. You got to get a Roku box. Oh, okay. Okay. That's but what I have. They're too, yeah. only $20 more. I think 20 bucks, maybe more. But if I have the TV, why do I need the stick? Because you want the headphone jack. <laughs> you know what, dude? Look and see if you can Bluetooth the Roku TV. They may have a Bluetooth option. I don't know. Actually, that's true. Once I get my yeah. fucking AirPods, maybe I can hook it up to my TV. Well, there do you, you have go. your Fire Stick plugged into that TV? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you can Bluetooth to the Fire Stick. Yeah, maybe. If it's a blue, uh, or I'm sorry, if it's a Roku box, I have a Roku box in my office, in the workout room, and then the back living room are all Roku boxes. They all have the headphone jacks. Hmm. In the guest room, the front living room, and both the girls' rooms, they just have the sticks, and they don't have the headphone jacks. So we need the box. Yeah. Okay. But, it, dude, it's it's sick. And Abby got me a, a sound bar for my yeah. birthday or for, I forget why she got it for maybe it was, no, it wouldn't been Father's Day. Uh, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But another game changer, dude. If you have to watch a movie oh, with yeah. like a bunch of people, yeah, it completely changes the sound of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a bit my goal. Like I'm just renting a house right now, but like once I do buy my own place, like I want like a good like theater room with like a good sound system and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sound bar is the way, especially now, because like I remember, like my my dad brought home this surround sound shit, and he had to like, have like this big uh, like equalizer thing that everything plugged into, and then he had to run all these cables yeah. throughout the whole living like room, like the five point one speakers. Yeah, yeah. my dad had the same that. shit. Like, yeah, I now have this one sound bar that goes across the entire bottom of yeah. the TV, and it sounds like there's a subwoofer behind. It's crazy. I free- I think I was watching Yellow Jackets. And like mm-hmm. it's like in the middle of the woods, but I felt like there was like shit chirping behind me and stuff. I'm like, how yeah. is this sound bar doing this? But it I, yeah. it does it. It's crazy. We bought a TV like five years ago, probably, and the sound was just shit. So yeah. we ended up buying a sound bar to go with it, and then like we just finally got rid of that TV and we bought a new one. And the sound quality on the actual TV is a lot better. And Sarah is like, wow, we don't need the soundbar now. Uh, yes, we fucking uh, do need the soundbar <laughs> still. <laughs> uh, you know that Roku has a soundbar? Do they? Yes. Like it's, Fuck, they got everything. So you can get right now. I feel like I'm... Uh, no, You're Roku working for them. Does, I wish. I could sell the shit out of some Rokus. But uh, <laughs> I, I could sell you a Roku for your Roku TV, Mark. That's how... <laughs> You know, you can just get a with good, the headphone jack. You can get a good look at a steak by sticking your head up a bull's ass, but wouldn't you rather take the butcher's word for it? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, name the movie. What movie? Oh, it's a uh... fuck, Tommy Boy. That's it. Uh, oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I quote that movie at least once a week. Yeah. I'm a snake oil salesman. What can I say? Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you can get rid of the box and just get the Roku soundbar. Like I want one. That's not the one I have, but I wonder if uh, if we don't have the headphone jack, I'm out. 
<laughs> just where it's at. So, all right, I've been I've been wanting to get into this conversation with you guys. Are you ready? Oh, I think I know what it is. I I hope I don't disappoint you. But whatever you think it is, we can get into it later if you want. So, did both of you watch the Nighthouse? Yes. Oh fuck! Here we go. Uh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. what stemmed us doing this fucking thing. <laughs> this was like two weeks ago. <laughs> what did you guys think? I, I liked I, it. I liked it, but after we had that discussion, uh, like a, probably like a month, month or so ago, I want to go back and watch it. I think. Yeah. Was I the only one that thought none of this shit happened? While I was watching it, I thought that, but then I I did like a bunch of research and shit afterwards, and like got other people's thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah. Like I did think that whenever she's in the boat at the end and is like, kind of like just like picturing all this shit happening, yeah. and like she's like passed out. And I was like, you know, maybe it didn't all happen. Mm-hmm. Dude, I I admittedly, you guys can go back to because that movie got postponed a lot, didn't it? I think so, yeah. Because we did a crew quickie on it where we watch a movie trailer and then you know mm-hmm. gauge how excited we are for it. But um, I was like super excited for it, and then I I wanted to go see it in theaters, and I forget why we didn't go see it in theaters. Like like the last four times, Abby. No, well, I mean, it ended up coming out in theaters. Like, the last four times Abby and I have been supposed to go to the movies, like, the kids have been sick or one of my parents have been sick, etc. So, like, we haven't, like, I had tickets, the last two times I had tickets to the Foo Fighters movie and uh, something else. So, we didn't, like, I had the tickets, we just didn't even get to go because one of the kids were sick or something, but... Mm. Nonetheless, I forget why we didn't go see it. And that may have been one of the times. But anyway, I finally got to watch it because uh, it came out on HBO. And it's one of the movies, theoretically, I shouldn't like. Like, if you guys watched that, would you be like, yeah, Josh would hate this movie? Yeah. 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 I don't, maybe I'm getting old. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting smarter, Mark. That's what it is. <laughs> but Maybe. Like, the whole time, I'm like, man, this is a really great movie showing, like, depression and, like, PTSD after something like that happens to you and how like if you is like in like put yourself in her shoes like you you th- your spouse does this to themselves mm-hmm. you never get any closure cuz you never get to talk to them you never get to really find out why they did it like i think my brain would do that truthfully it would be like i cuz i'm like a, a, a have to find a reason for everything like I, I can't just leave things up to uh, not the imagination, but like just like leave well enough alone. You know what I mean? Like I have to try to. F- for me, there's a reason for everything, so I have to figure out what it is. And I yeah. think this movie is her trying to make these pieces fit when they don't. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was like, man, this is like even after it was over, I was like sitting there. I think that's why I texted you guys and came up with all these theories. But I'm like, this movie's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely warrants a second watch. I yeah. agree. I agree. It's like because there's certain things I think you would see upon second, which I haven't watched it twice. But like, mm-hmm. I love the scene where she's sitting at her computer and that um, kid's mom comes in mm-hmm. because I could kind of see me annoyingly being that kid's mom. Like, um, 
you know, Timmy didn't take his test or whatever. Yeah, I told him he could make it up. Well, he said he came to make it up and you weren't here. You were out. And then she just mm. like unloads on this lady. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. My husband uh, took a canoe out in the middle of a pond and shot himself in the head <laughs> with a gun. I didn't even know that we had. And the lady's yeah. like, oh. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'll give him a B. And the lady's just like, the mom is like in complete shock. She's just like, yeah. oh. And the the girl, she's the teacher, she's like, oh, is that not good enough? Fine. Let's make it a B plus. <laughs> I was like. Wow, and I admittedly yeah. like that the lady that plays, and I forget her name, but she's in uh, she's in the King Kong movies. Uh, I can't remember her name. I I'm gonna kick yeah, myself yeah. in the nuts when I remember it, but she's in the uh, Godzilla versus Kong movie. Yeah, yeah. She's the one that does the sign language. Look, I'm over here doing sign language, like I know sign language. <laughs> I clearly do not know sign language. Yeah, I think last year was a good year for horror. Like, it didn't really feel like it, but like looking it back was. on it, there's like, a lot of hidden like, gems. Like, the, like the Nighthouse and Antlers, like Dude. kind of had the same, you know, like deep meaning behind it. Like, yeah, a deep message. Antlers was great. Abby and I, we did a weekend in Indianapolis to like decompress at the end of the year, and uh, we went and saw Antlers, which is it's funny because we were the only people in the entire theater. Yeah, same with me. There was one other guy in the theater. <laughs> it was we. I personally really enjoyed that movie. Again, I think it's one a movie like if I, I think it's a movie that somebody who listens to our podcast would watch and say Josh will not like this movie. But I really did enjoy it. I think it's another one that really. I think what we're seeing. I think you guys would probably agree with this. Is what we're seeing is a lot of like mental health deep dives because that's what that movie is. Oh, for yeah. sure. <clears throat> I'm looking at that 2021 horror list, and yeah, there was a lot of fucking good movies last year. It makes me wonder how many were already in the works and got held up. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, like, we got Don't Breathe 2, Last Night in Soho, Wrong Turn, all three of the uh, Fear Street movies. That Antlers. was that was awesome. Fear, the Fear um, Street movies? Yeah. The Conjuring 3, yep. Army of the Dead. Malignant, old, which I didn't, I wasn't a fan of. I haven't seen it. I also didn't see Don't Breathe too. Oh man! I went to watch it the other day because I thought it was on HBO and it was on freaking Stars. I'm like, who in the fuck has Stars? <laughs> Me, I'm sure, Mark does. <laughs> Do you anytime really? I get, anytime I get the opportunity to just like, well, because with Prime, right? Like they have their own separate channels throughout Prime. Mm. and only certain movies will play on certain of certain channels. Yep. So I always say to Brooke, I'm like, well, I guess I'm getting fucking stars for the month or I'm getting MGM for the month. The problem with like the prime add-ons is that you have to log into Amazon prime to watch them versus like, cause like we have a uh, group HBO, we have a group AMC plus. Um, and I think Abby and I have a showtime. But, like, if we did those add-ons on Prime, like, if Seth wanted to log into my Showtime app, he would have to, like, log into my Amazon Prime account, mm. which is, like, kind of a pain in the ass. Then he has to log back out of it, like, yeah. log into yeah. his own. So it's kind of a pain in the ass, but... Tell Seth not to be a cheap fuck and get his own. 
actually I can't do that because for the longest time he had AMC and we finally were like, all right, we all use this. Like we'll just get a group one. So I really can't, but <laughs> I need to get rid of Showtime. So I'm done with billions. I'm done with yellow jackets. I don't know what else I need Showtime for. So really, I could get rid of it probably. What was Yellow Jackets on up here, Brooke? Uh, Crave. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, HBO. So Crave is HBO? Crave, like, Crave is like a mixture. So it has like Showtime. It has HBO. Uh, but it, MTV. It, but it's, it's not as good as like HBO Max. No. Okay. That's weird because like when I, tra- I travel quite a bit and when I'm in a hotel... Uh, every TV is basically like a smart TV now. So they have mm-hmm. like, you can log in and do like the standard television, hotel television package where you can watch the NBA games or you can do whatever. Um, or you can do internet TV where you can like do HBO, Showtime, Netflix, Prime, but you have to have logins for all of them. Yeah. Except for like Showtime and HBO, it says free with stay, but it's like like some shitty version of them. It's not like mm. like when you log in, it's not HBO Max. So it's like, like it's basically like the old HBO app you used to be able to get, and all it has is like whatever was already on there. Uh, okay. So it yeah. doesn't, doesn't have like the Batman on there. Mm. Yeah, like our HBO, like our Crave and HBO, it gets a lot of the new stuff, but it what like it doesn't have like whenever like, I we, had your HBO Max login, mm-hmm. it didn't have like half the shit that was on there. Yeah, like we just got Halloween Kills on. Yeah. Our HBO. Okay, you know what? I think it's on ours now too, but it was on oh. Peacock forever. Oh yeah, that's where it premiered. I guess eh? Mm. was on Peacock. I think. Yeah, because it was like the week before. Remember? Because I was like, man, yeah. you know, Halloween Kills comes out, and then like the week before, Jamie Lee Curtis and all these people were advertising, and they spun it as, "Hey, we want everybody to be safe." When in reality, they had some test screenings and they did really poorly. So they're like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> we better release this thing on streaming to get more people to watch it, which I mean, yeah. we did think I am so glad and I'm so sick of talking about this, but I am so glad we did not go to the theater to see that movie. Mm-hmm. Do you think Halloween ends is going to be better? I do. Yeah, I do. I think that this was written as a trilogy and mm-hmm. I think the first movie you can agree. Feel free to disagree with me. You guys generally do when you don't agree with me. Um, the first one was great. 2018 was great. Yeah. I think that Halloween ends is going to be great. I think Halloween kills is just the dead space in the middle. I think this is going to be one long movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it's all said and done, it's like a series, right? Like you have like a 12 episode series and you have to admit generally the freaking series drags in the middle. Yeah. I well, think it's going to be good. Go I was going to say, it's going to be like each movie is its own act. Like, Act right. one, act two, act three. Because act two generally slows down in the movie too. Oh, for certain, for certain. I think that, again, I'm not a movie maker. I'm, I've am i never made a movie. I've never written a movie. I'm. It's easy for me to sit here after it's all said and done and say what should have been changed. But I think they should have just focused on the kills part of it and just went right into just brutal Rob Zombie-esque Michael Myers and just let him just annihilate this town and then at the end mm-hmm. let the town get their revenge on him. I think they tried to do too much with it. Yeah. I feel like there was a lot of filler in that movie too, like just shit that didn't need to be there. 
like the the hotel or the hotel the the hospital, uh, the hospital like dialogue between Jamie Lee and uh, what's his face? I don't remember the sheriff. Billy, yeah. uh, not Billy. Uh... Sheriff yeah, Hawkins is that his name? Oh, Hawkins. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, like we didn't need all that. And I'm trying like the beginning of at the in the bar like. All of that, yeah, I think it's cool they brought Tommy back, even though it's a different actor, that's fine, but like that none of that really did anything for the character development, honestly. No. And like nobody was excited that they brought all these characters back. Like right. it was like, oh fuck, like they brought Tommy and uh whatever the little girl's name is. Right. Like, nobody gave a fuck. Right. Yeah. They really didn't. Like didn't. I feel like they brought those characters back for like that that like fucking spider-man no way home like <laughs> the crowd in the theater just standing up and clapping but like nobody gave a shit i still haven't seen that either by the way no uh, well that's your own problem right? i know it is it is my own fault no i totally agree with you i think that um you know what i wish and again this is me you know trying to rewrite history but i i wish they would have killed off Lori and let her granddaughter and daughter continue the story. Yeah. Like, We've talked about that before. Why not? Like, how do you think it's going to end? Well, there's some ridiculous time jump now. Like they're going to jump way ahead. Are they? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to, again, this is all what I've read on the internet is that they're going to like, there's some weird, Time jump. So Michael Myers has disappeared, and I'm assuming it's going to be Jamie Lee Curtis and her granddaughter. Mm. I'm assuming Michael reappears or something. Mm. And I'm, I'm assuming they're going to try to avenge Karen's death. I guess I, I really don't know to be honest with you. It's a drastic misstep with Halloween Kills, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Not like Scream 5, which was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you guys think we'll get any new horror franchises in the future with like these long term final girls? Because, you know, like Sydney Prescott is still doing her thing and like Laurie Strode keeps coming back. Do you think we'll get any like new final girl like franchises? Like, mm. I think it'd be dope to have like Aaron from your next, but I don't think how they would do like more movies with that. But like, I don't know. Do you guys think we'll get any more final girl, like franchises like they did back in like, you know, the eighties, nineties. My theory is that it's not going to happen anytime soon because I've talked about it before. Like we're in that era of smart horror right now where like, we just talked about it earlier on in this episode. Like everybody is, turning mental health and stuff like that into horror. So I don't think we're going to get that whole, like the franchises and the final girls and like that popularity in the slasher movies for like another five to 10 years. Like whenever it comes back around, I think yeah. they had the perfect opportunity with wrong turn. Um, yeah. Cause, and again, I've, I've went, I'm good. I'm not going to go on my soapbox with that movie, but that <clears> movie is great. I, it's pro it, it's definitely my favorite movie of that year. It came out in 2020, right? Or was it 2021? 2021. 2021. 
Yeah, it was like early. Yeah, it was like you're right. January, it was like January. February. Yeah, I think definitely. I will. I'll, fuck it. I'll say it. It was, it was my favorite movie of 2021. Was Wrong Turn. You guys probably remember when I watched it. I was probably I was hitting you guys up immediately. Like, do you have got to watch this movie? Yeah. Like you, you were on my ass daily because I watched it up to like the final 15 minutes and I didn't end up finishing it. For <laughs> yeah, a couple you weeks. screwed up, dude. You have to you have to watch <laughs> it in one setting because it is so good. But like. The social aspects that movie, like it was just perfectly timed. I don't know when they. I know it got. It also got delayed, so I don't know when they filmed it. But like the social mm-hmm. aspects that they bring into that movie are so spot on with where we are at today in society. Like, and I know people that have watched it, and I don't want to say they didn't get it, but like they didn't hone in on that. But like just the different dynamics within that movie, and the way that those different cultures treat each other is so spot on with today and then the fact that in the end of it they have to come together to battle this completely separate culture right mm-hmm. it's just i don't it's fantastic and not to mention i'm a huge slasher fan so you get one of my top favorite final girls at the end like that last scene is so good and in my mm-hmm. opinion you don't see that in a horror movie like you don't mm-hmm. see where that like the movie's over but it's not over. Yeah. Like the the van the bus or the RV crashes and as the credits are rolling the movie is like it's just the way it was filmed was so good to me and again I'm kind of a fanboy of the movie but um I think that probably had what had the most potential to continue on. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is like those franchises with the exception of Scream in the 90s like you look at Friday the 13th Halloween those were all like cult classics that weren't necessarily supposed to be mm-hmm. popular, right? Because they were low budget. They came out and they they just they caught on your Nightmare on Elm Street, your Halloween, your Texas Chainsaws, uh, your Friday the Thirteenth. Whereas now, I feel like with horror in this elevated horror that we're in now, it's it's very, for lack of a better word, mainstream. Mm-hmm. And I think it's harder for it to get that cult following where they just continuously make shitty renditions of those movies. Let's be honest. You take Halloween, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Texas Chainsaw, out of those franchises where you have those big name final girls, how many of the movies in those actual franchises are good? I would argue not many. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't have that anymore, right? If a movie isn't good, they stop making them. <coughs> I think like circling back, because Brooke, you mentioned Sidney Prescott. So, my theory with Scream is that all the OGs are done now. Scream 5 was like sort of a send-off to all of them. Like they killed off Dewey. And I feel like Gail and Sydney are just like like I feel like they're gonna be done. And they've kind of Scream 5 sort of paved the way for um the two sisters. I can't remember their names. Yeah. So I guess like maybe they'll be. Like I think they'll be the new final girls girls of that franchise. Like I, Jenna, I, Jenna Ortega and yeah. uh I agree, but I just don't see how you can have screen without some little bit of Sydney Prescott or even Gail Weathers. Like I don't know that they're gonna write them off. Here's and, and this is strictly my opinion, is that I think that what they did by killing off Dewey is they basically severed 
Sydney and Gale's ties to Woodsboro. So there's no reason for them to come back. The only reason they came back is because Dewey was there. Yeah. Every movie. Which is what, <laughs> yes. Well, except for two, right? Because that takes place yeah. in the great state of Ohio. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, so they, they severed that. And I think that's why Dewey was the one that died because mm. that he was the one that was still in Woodsboro. Gail was, I forget where she's at, New York or somewhere, LA, whatever, doing her thing. And uh, Sydney, I don't, well, I don't remember where she's at. Neither of them are in Woodsboro. That was their one tie to Woodsboro, and he's now gone. So I think it, it's a twofold, right? So you've severed their ties to Woodsboro. So there's no reason they would come back. But mm-hmm. you've also taken, in my, and again, in my opinion, Jenna Ortega is one of the greatest things to happen in horror in a very long time. You've now taken Agreed. that. Yeah. And you can ride her coattails for at least two more movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, yeah, I could see her being, uh, like, maybe not in the Scream franchise, like Final Girl, but, like, kind of jumping from, like, horror movie to horror movie, like, being that Final Girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I And, again, this may be a very loose gunslinger Yosemite Sam comparison, but I, a, not a tribute, I uh, compare her now to what Jamie Lee Curtis was doing after Halloween. Because remember all the horror movies Jamie Lee Curtis was in after Halloween? Yeah, like Jenna Ortega is doing that. Like, not that she has to. She's a very talented actress. She's a, <laughs> fantastic, in my opinion. But like, I like the fact that she's sticking with horror movies because mm-hmm. she could very easily she, get out of it, right? Yeah, she like she's much better than Jamie Lee Curtis. Hundred <laughs> percent, my opinion. I, you, um, I am not a Jamie Lee Curtis fan. You know this. I'm not either. I think she's overrated as fuck. Uh. But yeah, I fully agree. I like she's my homegirl. I think she's fucking amazing. I everything that I've seen her in recently is like almost a 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like she was amazing in X. She was amazing in Scream 5. The Fallout is one of my favorite movies of this year. And it's not a horror movie. Right. Um, but just her performance in that was through their fucking roof. Um, she was great in you. She's in season two of you. Yep. Uh, the babysitter queen bee. She was good in that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I actually only knowing the Samara, you guys, you know, I'm a huge and ready or not. Brooke is another one that I think they could do another one with if they kept Samara mm-hmm. weaving. But yeah, um, the only reason I really watched the babysitter too is because Jen Ortega was in it. Yeah. Like for me, Samara weaving isn't going to be in it, which I guess spoiler alert. She is at the very end. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm like, all right, I'll I'll watch it because Jen Ortega's in it. Because I kind of wanted to see at that point. I really didn't know who she was to be honest with you. I just knew she was going to be in the new Scream, and I think mm-hmm. at that point she had been in You. Yeah, but her portion in You wasn't like she, her the section she was in was great, but she wasn't a huge part of that show that season. Um, but I tuned in just to watch her, and I thought she was like she's really funny in it, mm-hmm. which I think that's fits right in with the scream movies. Cause those are at the heart of scream movies. They're comedies. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And like in terms of her being a final girl and like a scream queen, like her scream is unreal. Oh yeah. Like yeah. just the way that she like morphs her face and like the way that her eyes go whenever she screams, I think she, yeah, she could be the next big thing in horror. I think she arguably is. Yeah, I haven't seen X because I'm being an asshole and I wanted to see it in theaters and they freaking took it out of theaters early here. 
So yeah. I, it's on streaming now, but I'm like, I'm not going to pay $20 to stream it once when I can wait another month and a half and get the Blu-ray with the digital code. Like, why would I do that? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm waiting, but I have, there's no doubt in my mind she's going to be <laughs> awesome in it, but I would like to see in the next Scream movie, I'd love to see them flip it because I'm not totally convinced that she wasn't in on Scream 5, what happened in Scream. You guys have probably heard me talk about this, but I'm not entirely convinced she wasn't in on that. Yeah. It's not very often that Ghostface leaves someone alive. Yeah. But at the same time, Ghostface was one of her best friends. So maybe she didn't actually want her to die. She just wanted to make a statement. But she knew who it was going to be. I don't I don't know. I feel like she did that to get... What is her sister's name? I want to go crazy trying to think of it. But no, I can't remember. I think she did it specifically to get her sister... Is it Max? No. I feel like such an idiot. I've watched this movie 500 times too. You guys make fun of me weekly. <laughs> So do you think she did it? She made she did the attack to get her to come back so she could kill her? Her name like, is Sam. What an idiot. Sam Carpenter. I think that... And her name's Tara. Tara Carpenter. Anyway, <laughs> I think Jenna Ortega's character was in on it with Amber. Amber used Richie because Richie's an idiot. And yeah. they the, the goal was to get Sam to come back to Woodsboro... Because I, in my opinion, I think that Jen Ortega's character found out about who her actual dad was, being Billy Loomis. I think she found all that out. Because how she did played off. how did Amber know and Jen, and Jen or Tara didn't? Yeah. How do you think Sam? How do you think that Amber found out? I think Jen Ortega, which is Tara, found out and told her. I think this whole thing centers around her. I think she is Ghostface. So you think that there was technically three of them? Yes. I think that the mastermind, <laughs> the the Billy Loomis of Scream 5 was Tara. Tara found out that her sister Sam, her dad was Billy, so their mother cheated on Tara's dad with Billy and that's what broke her whole family up. I think this is going to be Tara eventually transitioning into the Billy Loomis. I'm doing this because your family tore my family apart. Mm-hmm. So they kind of, both of them lured kind of Dewey into the hospital. For certain. Because there's certain scenes where, in my opinion, it doesn't really make sense that it's either of them. Like, I could see Tara have being the one that lured Dewey there. Yeah. I also, there's, I, I don't know, I'd have to watch it and we'd have to go scene by scene. There's questionable scenes to where it's like, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. And did they do the entire beginning of the movie? The thing that throws you off is the beginning of the movie, right? If she was in on it, why would she be attacked by Ghostface? But you look at the high tech camera system they have in their house and it makes sense that they would do that because you can't tell me they've got these cell phone door locks they don't have cameras everywhere yeah that's true so let's film it i'm gonna take a stab to the hand and we're you know what i mean 
the, the stab to the hand. The leg break was rough though, dude. <laughs> she got stabbed in the back and shit too, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But you know like, what? She, she, she was viciously have... attacked. She was. She got to take one for the team. But I guess like that kind of goes back to what I said. Like Ghostface had every opportunity to kill her, but they didn't. So uh, yeah, right. I mean may- maybe maybe it's true what you're saying. I really think that's where they're going to go with this whole storyline. Is that Tara's going to be? That's going to be the motive because Scream's all about motivation. You figure out the motivation, you figure out the killer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just my theory. But again, I freaking left that movie the first night so drastically disappointed because I was stupid and was trying to figure out the motive instead of just enjoying the movie. So like, yeah. That's pro- I'm probably overcompensating at this point. I'm like, I'm going to watch this thing three times a week just to make myself remember that I didn't like it the first time. It's punishment. <laughs> <sighs> but Brooke, back to your original question about the final girls. I can tell you one final girl they're not going to bring back. Sally Hardesty. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, how terrible is that, dude? Man, that movie. Holy fuck! I actually, the second time I watched, I didn't hate it. I just had to. I yeah. just had to real like. I just had to realize what it was. I got to give it a second watch. Yeah. Oh, you have. I, I think I do too. Yeah. The second time I watched, I didn't hate it as much. Brooke, didn't you give it like half a star? I think I did, yeah. Letterboxd, I think so. Holy. I mean, we should do an episode on that. You guys should. I mean, like, yeah, like the gore and all that is there. I mean, it's like brutal as fuck, but like, I don't know, it's the whole Sally fade. It just felt like they were going off the coattails of fucking Halloween. Like, oh, they 100% are. They even made her look just like Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, they really did, actually. Like, if they would have waited, like, fucking a few years after the Halloween movies ended, it's like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Which is disappointing because Fetty Alvarez did it. And that um, evil dead that Fetty Alvarez did is amazing. I'm still waiting for the second part of that. They're not doing it. They're rebooting it. For fuck's sakes. It's already, um, I think it may already be filmed. Is he doing it? No. I know Bruce Campbell's. He's not in it, but he was involved in Sam Raimi. Yeah, it's like uh, Evil Dead Rise or something. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a series or a movie? It's a movie, I think. It's like a some apartment complex, isn't it? Yeah, something like that, yeah. The Necronomicon is like in the basement or side for you, but... But I could see a lot of Fetty Alvarez like in the shots of the Texas movie, like especially the bus scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. Because um, I think he did Don't Breathe, didn't he? Like, Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So like, just like the camera work and the colors was like very Fetty Alvarez. I don't know how much. I don't think he was a writer on Texas Chainsaw, was he? Was he just a producer? I think I, producer. Yeah. Because that was one that was supposed to go to theaters. And I think they had a, a few bad test screenings and they sold to Netflix. That's how Netflix mm-hmm. ended up with it. Well, didn't they have to like rewrite the whole movie too? Didn't they have a certain writer and then they had to fucking there was like creative differences or something? Uh, Is that that movie? That sounds right. Probably. I don't know. Anymore, who knows? But I mean, like, if they would have taken out the whole Sally 
side story in that movie, it would have been so much better. There's really no yeah. need for Fetty it. Fetty wrote the story. He was story writer. Oh, he did was write he? it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I tried to help him out, but. Oh, that was a hit and a miss for him. That's all right. I mean, everybody has. I mean, that was like a big miss, though, dude, because that's a big franchise, or it could be. Yeah. That could have, like, yeah, that could have really been a change in his career if he but, did that properly. Like, I want to know who watched that or read that and was like, yeah, this is a good idea. <laughs> right? Like, like come someone on. on Netflix. Like, I think Netflix like, got it cheap and we're like, yeah, okay, we'll yeah. take it. Fuck it. Well, they probably got a shit ton of views off of it. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I couldn't wait for it to come out. And I was traveling. I had to travel the whole weekend for work. Like, And you guys got to watch it. Because remember, I was like, do not tell me what happens. Mm-hmm. So then you you guys all had like different like spinoffs from our group chat. Because I think everybody had seen it but me and maybe Jess. But it was like, ugh. Did we, I think we... You know what's funny is that's one of our higher downloaded episodes. Which one? The new Texas Chainsaw. Oh, was it? Yeah, except for it. Like we just did it chapter one and the download that's the downloads were pretty crazy for that one. But I think nice. this whole Stephen King month has been really good for us, to be honest. I'm excited yeah. about it. Like Yeah, that's good. It's I'm enjoying it because we've been talking about doing it forever, because I'm a huge Stephen King fan. Mm-hmm. But like I and I've talked to these two like off off recording about I'm like I'm telling you it chapter one will be the first movie we unanimously give fives across the board and it was but I don't I can't I'm like I'm trying to think of another movie that that'll happen with and because of our three different personalities I don't know that it'll ever happen again yeah I don't know because you guys have some very different different opinions on on good movies mm-hmm. yeah Usually, at least one of us doesn't like it. Like, I there's been multiple times where two of us have really liked a movie, and then the uh, either me, Jess, or Seth, one of us does not enjoy it as much. Yeah, but yeah, it that just how do you argue about that? I mean, that movie's such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you guys done that movie? <laughs> no, we were supposed to with our, our a year one buddy. ago. Yeah, uh, it's been planned for a year, but we. We've had it scheduled twice now, and both times all three of us got annihilated the night before, and uh. we were too hungover to do the recording the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's such a good movie. It is. It is, it is yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's my f- favorite remake for sure. Is it Between your- that and the Evil Dead. What, what would, have you guys done the Evil Dead? Yeah, yeah we with did Chuck. With, uh, Chuck. Yeah. Okay. Did we, that, no, we didn't do. We did uh, Cabin in the Woods with Chuck. We did that one uh, during our uh, Halloween series two years ago, like where we did the the original versus the remake. Oh, gotcha. We're actually going to be doing one of those types of episodes coming up because we did Pet Cemetery. Yeah. And we're mm-hmm. going to do the uh, remake of. Well, it's not really a remake, but the the more reimagining. Yeah, the newer version of it, I guess. Because I don't know how you call it a remake if it's, the first one was based off a book. So is, are they really remaking the movie or are they just doing a new version of the book, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how to really... I don't know if it's a remake. I don't know. Maybe it is. 
But I, admittedly, and I've already said this, I enjoy the new one. I know a lot of people don't, but I think the new one's better than the old one. <sighs> That's a hot take. I'll argue it. You know I can debate anything. I didn't <laughs> mind it, but I don't think it's better. That first one's not a great movie, dude. When's the last time I haven't you watched, watched it, it in years, to be honest? And I okay. did just watched the remake for the first time, like last November, and I I did enjoy the twist in it, like the different yeah. perspective on it. So, and it's got watched- John Lithgow in it, dude. How do you not like a movie with John Lithgow? Come on. <laughs> I like the movie. I just don't know if I'd say it's better. When's the last time you watched the original Pet Cemetery? Last year during my 365 movies. <laughs> and you enjoyed it. Yeah, I really I like that movie. That's a hot take because that movie is hot trash, dog. Come on. It's terrible. <laughs> Come on. The acting is brutal. The freaking like scene by scene is so choppy that it's impossible to to come up with what the timeline actually is. Like they move into this house and like if you weren't like really paying attention to like so like she pen takes off a pumpkin and puts up a turkey. That's how you know it's Thanksgiving. But then all of a sudden it's summer and they're having a picnic in a field. Like, how long have these people been here? And why is this neighbor like an integral part of their life now? Like this weird freaking Judd dude across the street who is a creep, first off. Like, no. But they he's just the same in, in the remake. Nah, he's a little better. It's a little better sense of time. Then you've got freaking the dad. I forget his name. Lewis. Lewis. He's like running. Like, come on, Louie. Like, all of a sudden, this freaking field went from being 25 feet long to four football fields. It's like, what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we were just at the road's point of view, and I could throw a pebble with my left hand and hit this picnic table. Now, all of a sudden, you got Lewis, who's a sprinter, sprinting through this field, and lo and behold, he trips just before he gets to the road to save his son. Like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Terrible. (sighs) Terrible. And as soon as they get there, the first thing this weird dude across the street starts doing is talking about this path back to this pet cemetery. It's like, you're shitting me. Like, yeah, I get it. The movie's called Pet Cemetery, But the first thing out of this guy's mouth is, that path, there's a strange story. With his freaking too big, big of teeth for his mouth and like there's big gaps. It's like, this is terrible. I struck a nerve here. You didn't. I'm sorry. I'll quit. But it's not a great movie. I'm sorry. Maybe I need to watch them back to back. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But then again, you guys just shit all over Hatchet, which is one of the greatest movies of all oh time. Oh, my so. fucking God. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Oh, uh, they're like, all right. I'll never let up. this go. You're not. I'm offended you didn't have me on for that episode. I think we actually talked about it. <laughs> Knowing how much I love... You know what's funny is we were talking about that? Because Jess... Uh, have you listened to... You guys haven't listened to the Pet Cemetery episode yet, have you? No. Okay. Because no. Jess actually says, well, like, don't you have like an emotional connection with Hatchet? Like, that's why you're getting upset. And I'm like... <laughs> that wasn't on the Pet Cemetery episode. That was on your... Uh, that was on your Becky episode. That... The cocktail... Or the uh, Coffee with the Crew on Patreon. Yeah. Speaking of which, if you guys want to hear our coffee with the crew on Patreon, it's a 45-minute off-the-cuff episode, but you have to go be a patron member. 
great perks to become a patron member. Go to HorrorMovieCrew.com right now and you can become a patron member. I was unaware that there'd be ads in this episode. We don't have any ads. I don't know how the Porcelain Peak guys got all these ads. I don't know. All right, I got a question. Yeah. While we're on the topic of remakes, because I just rewatched a remake that I didn't enjoy. Um, I just watched it like recently, like within the last couple of months, and I fucking loved it on the second rewatch. Okay. Child's Play. Uh, the newer one where the it's like a robot doll. Yeah. I don't remember. I know I watched it, but I don't remember hating it. Yeah, I've only watched it the once, and I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it either. Okay. Yeah, see, I was in the same boat as Brooke on my first watch, but on a rewatch, it is such a fun fucking movie. I have and it's a- very funny. Like, Chucky is very funny in this one. He's uh, Luke Skywalker, right? Yeah. I I think on my first watch of it, I was so pissed off that A, they took away Brad Dourif, even though I love Mark Hamill. Yeah. And B, like they took away the heart of Chucky, right? Like he's he's just a fucking robot doll in this one mm-hmm. that gets like a virus, essentially. Like he's programmed wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it fits with the times, right? It was very relative to when it came out. For sure. And I get that, but you're also fucking with like one of the best horror franchises. Yeah. I honestly, I don't remember hating it, but if I'm going to be completely honest with you, I don't really remember the first Child's Play movie. Okay. I haven't watched it since probably since I was in high school, maybe middle school. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'd love to redo. I'd love to do it for the pod for the show for the podcast. I think it'd be a fun one to cover. Well, that's why I rewatched the remake because I did a full franchise watch last year, and I did the ranking on Letterboxd. Did you re-rank them? Yeah, I did. Let me see here. I heard the show's really good, though. The show is very good. It is very good. I haven't watched that either. I would like to do it, but um, do I need to watch the movies first before I get into the show? No. So my child's play ranking, I have child's play two and then child's play and then bride of Chucky and then the child's play remake, uh, three curse of Chucky seed of Chucky and then cult of Chucky cult of Chucky is the one that was on Netflix, right? Uh, yes. I remember saying, so I was now, ne- I've never been a huge Chucky fan. I don't dislike Chucky. It's just something I never got into. Okay. But I remember the one I probably have the most exposure to is um Bride, Bride of Chucky. That's the one that came out around Scream, right? Uh yeah. That's the yeah. one I have the most exposure to. I remember really enjoying that movie. Um, it's so much fun. But I don't remember like being I I've never been a huge Chucky fan, but I would I would like to get into it cuz I think I would probably appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Now not that I didn't then. It's just, again, I didn't really get into it. But I've heard from multiple people the show is really good. Yeah, it's good. Dude, that... Like, good. What? No, good. I was going to say, like, all the movies are good up until... Like, even Seed of Chucky's not absolutely terrible. It's not great, but it has its shining moments. Um, But yeah, then the two newer ones are kind of like, meh. But... 
I don't know. The remake is it's good. It's worth a rewatch, I think. Maybe I'll do a um because I have I wonder if I bought those. Cause when we were doing our movie thing, I bought a ton of like franchises and I know I bought The Purge, which I never watched. I bought all the <laughs> Leprechaun movies, which I think I watched the crappy WWE one, and it was oh so bad God. that I was like, I'm not watching these freaking movies. What else did I buy? I wonder if I bought the Child's Play series. Because with Child's Play, like you can buy a box. Like I have a box set that has, I think, two, two three... Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky, but it doesn't have the first one because of like distribution uh, rights. Okay. Um, but yeah, so like I have the killer collection, and I think it has like four or five of the movies, but it doesn't include the first one, which annoys the fuck out of me because I have Child's Play one, yeah, and then I have the killer collection, okay. which takes me all the way up to Seed, right? And then I have the other ones separately afterwards. It's just was it by a different studio or something? Is that why they didn't? Yeah, there's something with distribution rights. Like they they weren't allowed to put them all together. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. I think is it Friday the 13th like that? Because my collection has all of them except for maybe Jason Goes to Hell. Or uh, No, I have the box set. I have a box set and I think it has all of them in it except for X. Like it has all the older ones. Okay. I bought the one that... Uh... Screen Factory released two years ago and has every single one. Mm. Okay. I wonder why mine doesn't. Huh. I think mine goes up because I, uh, during our competition last year, I watched um, all of them. Mm-hmm. God, there are some bad ones in that series, though, dude. Yeah, there is. Like some real bad ones. <laughs> yeah, I'm like slowly making my way through them. Uh, I just watched five, I think. With uh, grown-up Tommy Jervis and like that was yeah. terrible. Grown-up Tom. Oh, is that where he goes to the uh, like the ranch and like lives on the ranch with the people? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like kind of like an orphanage, but like not really. I don't know. Yeah. Have you finished it? Yeah, yeah. I finished it. Yeah. That's the one that Jason's not even in, right? No, it's like supposed to be like, oh, is this Jason or is this someone like a copycat killer or something? It was somebody that worked there or something. What? Because you see yeah. whoever yeah, is, exactly. you see him. Yeah. yeah. I think my favorite, dude. I think I told you guys this when I was redoing our living room upstairs. Like, redid all the wall. Redid everything. So I had like movies on while I was doing it because I was trying to beat you guys at this competition. But anyway, is it the uh, the third one where they're at the farm or whatever, and he like pulls up his mask and like his tongue's like. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like what a weird <laughs> turn this movie, these movies have taken. But I, was, I don't know. That's I, I will argue till I'm blue in the face that when you get into franchises like that, that Scream is the only one that doesn't have a bad movie in the franchise. But there's also only five movies. That's a lot of movies. But like when you think about like the A Nightmare on Elm Street and like Friday the Thirteenth and the Halloweens, like yeah. there's like eight to twelve fucking movies. Okay, but let's take the first yeah. five of each of, of that's each what of I was those just okay. say, like, that's franchises. Yeah. I think A Nightmare on Elm Street two is garbage, trash. Yeah, the first one sucks. Come on, it's terrible. 
when, when Freddy finally comes out of the nightmare realm and he's like chasing her around the it's like her creepy perverted uncle chasing her around the house. It's, it's because that's what he is. It's laughable. He's Freddy Krueger. Isn't it kind of ironic that like Johnny Depp gets eaten by bed and then grows up later and has shit in his bed? <laughs> I don't know, but that meme, whoever sent that meme of Freddy pulling Johnny Depp through the bed, but then like he looks at his hand and it's shit, and then he like oh, looks back so up good. and Amber Heard is shitting dude. Fuck I love who I don't remember who sent that, but I, I think lost it was Anthony. It, dude. So good. Yeah. What a fucking clusterfuck that whole thing is, huh? <laughs> But yeah, I, I think like one to five scream is easily like yeah far ahead of any other franchise in For my sure. opinion. Well, it's also the one that's been the most consistent, right? Because you have to you have to consider like mm-hmm. Nev Campbell's been in every one of them, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, with yeah. the exception of this last one, Wes Craven. Um, but yeah, but like Halloween. What Jamie Lee Curtis is in one, two, three. They completely go away from the Michael Myers storyline. Yeah, four and five are okay. They're not great. Three is terrible in my opinion. Abby and I tried to watch it last Halloween, and I'm, she was like, "I'm going to bed. This is terrible." I watched three for the first time last year, and like, as a standalone movie, mm-hmm. I think it's good. But in like the Halloween franchise, it just yeah, like you said, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, technically, Michael Myers is in it. He's like on the TV at one point, but. Yeah, and they do bring those masks back in Halloween Kills. I like the little throwback to it. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool, dude. Halloween Kills has some really good parts to it. The problem mm-hmm. is, as a whole, it's just so bad. Yeah, but I don't know. Leprechaun, terrible. I was bitching about that earlier, Brooke, when you went to the bathroom or wherever you went. I was bitching about the Leprechaun movies. I like bought the whole box set of them because I was like, I'm gonna watch all these, and I watched the one WWE one, and I was like. Dude, I'm done. Have you seen the one after that? No, is it worse? No, it's better. Oh, the WWE one is. What is it? I forget how I ranked them, but I think I put that one last. Yeah, I think you did. But the new one that came out, the newest one, I forget. We talked about the guy earlier, didn't we, Mark, or something on one of the episodes? Yeah, I think so. That he was like the director on it. It's actually good. Like, okay. Yeah. All right. You know, I'll give a, him a you shot. Know a t- you know it's a terrible franchise. Hellraiser. <laughs> Dude, I'll never watch another one. We did Hellraiser Holy how long ago? Holy we... fuck, man. They are they wor- did they get worse? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that bad. I watched huh? I can't remember. I think there's ten in the franchise. Ugh. And I watched all 10 of them in like a two week span. And oh, like, man. it was painful. I remember you talking. Cause didn't you say at one point they turn into like a detective series? Yeah. Like I was waiting for fucking Donnie Wahlberg to pop out. <laughs> like in the Saw movies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what about, what about spiral? Did you guys watch spiral? Spiral is good. Yeah, I, I spiral. like spiral a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that and, movie got a lot of hate that it didn't deserve. I agree. I wonder if it'll uh, if it'll raise now since the whole Chris Rock thing. <laughs> the yeah, are they doing more? Point. Are they doing more? I thought they were doing another one that was in production. Is Chris Rock in it? I don't think so. Uh, Will Will Smith is going to be one of the traps. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, that'd be funny. Like Will Smith totally takes over as Chris Rock's character. Doesn't like same name and everything. Doesn't even make light of it. He's God. taking over your life, bitch. What's another overrated franchise? Overrated Evil Dead. Agreed. Thank Agreed. you. Thank you. Yeah. Someone yeah. finally agrees. Dude, we couldn't get away from that shit for a while. I feel like we did an Evil Dead movie every week for like three months. I don't know how. There's not even that many movies, but it was just like... Um, <sighs> yeah, I'm a curl listening to because... Uh, fuck, what's uh, Bill Simmons' podcast there? The Rainer. Yeah. They're doing uh, Sam Raimi movies because mm-hmm. uh, Multiverse is coming out to, uh, yeah. today, actually. And like they're raving so hard about Evil Dead Two and like Nah, terrible. I just I did not get that movie. I thought it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Hot trash. People, it goes back to like my thoughts on like certain movies that people feel like they have to like. Yeah. Oh, for certain. Mm-hmm. For certain. And that's that's one of them. I'm not saying that like. Obviously, there's like a devoted fan base to these movies, but yeah. it's like I don't get it. Like, what what is the big attraction to them? Well, I just don't think there was anything like it at the time it came out. Honestly, yeah, I and think I, so. I think it was kind of like overexposure too, because I listened to a podcast called um, Halloweenies. It's on uh, oh, yeah. uh, Consequences of Sound, I think, or no, they are the ones that just signed with. Uh, they took your buddy's spots. Um, bloody disgusting. Yes, so they're, they're on bloody disgusting now. They were on consequences of sound, but um, they talk about it. They were like it was always on TV late at night. So if you were like having hangout sessions with your buddies, like and that was on, it was easy to watch. It was on TV. Yeah, it was edited, but it was like it was this overexposure to it. So like, you know, it's, that's what you liked because you were that's it was easy to get. Yeah, and I think it was one of like the first real like horror comedies i think that really like yeah put on the map like oh horror you know can not only be this disgusting brutal you know scary movie it can also be like slapstick funny for sure but i also think we now take for granted and don't truly understand how easy it is for us to consume content Mm -hmm. like yeah Think about even back when we were in, in middle school, if like your mom wouldn't take you to Blockbuster or Hollywood video or like the little shitty family video that you could ride your bike to and then which wouldn't let you rent the rated R movies anyway. Yeah. Like you couldn't get them. That's true. Like now mm-hmm. we can get whatever we want. So like if this movie was on TNT at 1130 at night and you and your buddies were hanging out and you know you could watch it. So of course you mm-hmm. liked it, right? It's what you were used to. But like, it's so easy for us now to get content. Like it, it, Jess, she can watch anything she wants because she has one of those fire stick things. But like, she can like watch movies that are in the theaters right now. And I'm like, yeah, it's just crazy to me that, that we're able to do that. But like, I guess in relevance to every like the, the way technology is really not that crazy. But like, when you put yourself in the shoes of those people, like that that was easy to get, easy to consume. So they probably watched the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. I don't know. That, I can only attribute that to it. But a shitty franchise is not Fast and Furious. I'll tell you that much, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you hear the latest on fucking Vin Diesel? No. What do you do now? Well, so the current movie, uh, Fast Fast X, or whatever it's called. Yeah. So the director, he quit. Justin Lin? Yeah, he left because yeah. apparently Vin Diesel is like, 
difficult to work with. But we've heard this story before with him, right? Right. So. Well, I'm not surprised. Yeah. But hey, you know what, dude? They're going to keep making those movies because they make a lot of money. What yeah. needs, what's the end game for those movies? <laughs> like, what's the number? I don't know, man, because like... Like, do you think they hit 15? Oh, gosh, maybe. I really don't know. I I don't know how you continue to build on the storyline, but then they keep doing it, so I don't... It, but the thing is, like, at this point in the game, they're so asinine that, like, what can they really do that shocks you, right? Yeah. But that's my point with them, too, is, like... Like they're just they're running out of ideas, so they're just getting like crazier and crazier. And they're they've taken away from what the Fast and the Furious movies are. Yeah. I mean that's kind of similar. I hope it doesn't get that way, but uh like John Wick, like I love the John Wick movies mm-hmm. and I'm excited for number four, but they have four and five already like planned and like mm-hmm. filming. Yeah. So it's like how far can they take those? Like it seems like they built like the the world really well in that story but it's like how far can they take that you know i think with john with john wick though they can they can stop with john wick and just focus on the continental Mm -hmm. afterwards and make really good fucking movies you're saying the fast and furious cannot do that what are they gonna do well, I mean, I would argue that the Hobbs and Shaw spinoff is is a great movie. Have you guys watched it? No. I fell asleep during it. To be oh honest. my gosh, I laughed my ass off. Yeah. But I also I the think Rock, they but... should have stopped that Fast Five. Was that the last yeah. one Paul Walker was in? No, that was the one when that had the Rock in it, and they. Uh... That's when he's bad. Yeah, when they steal the safe or whatever. At yeah. The end. I personally think they should have ended it when Paul Walker died. Whenever we see that that pan out scene of right. um, of uh, fucking Dom and um, Brian, Brian, they go to like to separate forks in the road. Yeah. That would have been the perfect way to end that franchise, and nobody would have been mad about it. I don't think anybody's mad, but you that they're making more <laughs> movies, Mark. I'm not mad. I just think <laughs> it's, they're just they're, pointless at this point. Like, that's the point of the movie, though. It's mind-numbing. It's not mind-numbing. It's mindless entertainment. I can sit down. I can put it on and just veg out and watch it, and I am not mad about it whatsoever. I get that. Like but. I was trying to explain to my mom the other night because she was like, hey, the new Fast and Furious is on HBO. And I'm like, well, have you seen the other ones? And she's like, I forget the last mm. one I saw. So I'm like trying to explain to her like what's happened. And as I'm explaining it to her, I'm like, this is asinine. This entire <laughs> storyline yeah. is completely asinine. But like mm-hmm. I would, if they came out with a new one tomorrow, I would watch it. Like yeah. I can't, I can't help it. I'm a, I'm like a crack addict. <laughs> uh, I, okay, I thought of another franchise too, that has many and like, they're not good. Uh, the Transformers. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And now they have like the Beast Wars, which like obviously I'm excited for I'm because like for Beast Wars. I grew up on that. Yeah. But it's probably gonna be shit. Mm. I never watched I never watched Transformers as a kid. I did watch Beast Wars. Yeah. I didn't even know oh. they were coming out with a Beast Wars. That makes me very excited. Yeah. The thing with the Transformers movies, like they're not good, but like they're they're Michael Bay fun. Right. Right. Like it's just mm-hmm. fucking explosions and like 
crazy ass visual effects. Yeah, that's kind of like a fuck. What's uh, Fast and the Furious? Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs> the first uh, Pacific Rim was good. I like. Yeah, it. second one not so great, but the first yeah. one like it's not like a great movie, but like, yeah, it's fucking entertaining as hell. That's because yeah. they took Charlie Hunnam out of it. If they left Charlie Hunnam in, it'd be a great movie. Uh, you can't take I mean, Jax I, Teller out of a movie. I can't deny that. So what I'm hearing, Mark, is that if Fast and Furious start incorporating robot cars into the next, you know... It's probably their next fucking step. You'd be like, oh, yeah, this is great. Let's bring Megan Fox into it, too. It'd be real good. Megan Fox would make it better. Let's just do, like, fucking Fast and Furious versus Transformers. They'll bring in Mark Wahlberg. He'll be, like, the next bad guy. Yeah. (laughs) Do you know who the next bad guy is in Fast and Furious? Yeah, hell yeah. My man, Aquaman. Is yeah. he? Yeah, dude. yeah. Jason Momoa. Yeah. Oh shit! He signed on. He's gonna. He said he would only do it if he could be the the villain. That's sick. He even got like his own handmade custom knives for it. He's like, if you go to his Instagram account, he's like showing them off his new knives for yeah. filming the movie. Maybe I, I think, will like. It I then. think Cena's in it too, isn't he? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was in the Holy last fuck. one, but yeah, he'll be in it. He'll be in it again. I would imagine. I, I, he'll be good. I think. I think he's gonna come over and be like the new Rock character. Yeah. The bad guy transformed into the good guy, but they still have to fight Cypher, so I don't know how... Look, I'm like totally invested. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm trying to think of another shitty horror franchise, and I'm... The Purge is not good, let's be honest. I I enjoy that franchise, mm. but I wouldn't consider them horror franchise. Like, I think you talked about that after you watched... Or when you watched The Forever Purge. Yeah, I agree with that. They get really uh, like more thriller. Yeah. So, what, about, um, the, what about the Insidious franchise? I'm not an Insidious fan. No? No. Like not even the first first two? I don't like the first one. I think the second one's better than the first one, but I didn't even watch them after that because hmm. I don't care for them. Damn, dude. Okay. Yeah, I've if only I'm, seen the first three of them, I think. Is that the key, the skeleton key, or what is no, that? Ske- no. Skeleton key was the fourth one. I okay, think. Yeah. I'm just th- if I'm gonna put a movie like that on, I'm gonna put a Conjuring movie on. Just, just my opinion. I think the Conjuring franchise is much better than. I think the con. I know they get shit on. I think the Conjuring franchise is really good. Like even the spinoffs. Yeah, I don't mind them. I think that. Um, mm-hmm. The Curse of La, La Llorona or whatever. I didn't get to roll my R's. Dude, I like that movie a lot. I think it's a, a <laughs> modern-day version of The Ring. I'm pretty sure you and I got into a pretty hefty argument about that fucking movie. Did we? <laughs> I think so. I feel like we argue so much that I don't remember all of them. Yeah. I like that movie a lot. I hate that movie. What do you hate about it? I don't know. I just think it's... I don't know. Nah, I totally disagree. It's a modern day telling of the ring. I shouldn't say I hate it because that's another franchise watch that I did. Um, it's my least favorite in the franchise. Wow. But I liked it better on a second watch. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, I didn't mind the nun. I don't think the nun is a great movie, but I didn't mind. It kept me entertained. Yeah. I'm not mad. They're doing a second one. I don't, I don't care. I thought I think The Conjuring Three is really underrated. I know a lot of people shit on it. I think it's really yeah, good. I thought it was good. Um, try to, Saw. What about the Saw? I would say overall the Saw franchise is a dud. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Not good. 
There's some good movies in it. There's some good movies in it, but it's definitely not great. Yeah. Yeah. I've done so many fucking franchise watches um, just because of Letterboxd. Did you end up watching the new Candyman, Josh? I, I've not seen it yet. I, that was another one I looked up the other day, and it's still not available on HBO yet, so I haven't watched it. It's only four ninety nine to rent the freaking thing. I should just rent it, but I'm my problem is I haven't seen any of the other ones. I did watch the first one finally, the original. Yeah, um, that's the only one you need to watch before watching it. I'd say. I just think, based on what other people have told me and listening to other people's podcasts on that movie, that I'm going to be drastically disappointed with it. I think it's going to be enough. And again, yeah. I I understand people like Jordan Peele. I think Jordan Peele is good at what he does. I am just not a Jordan Peele fan. Right, mm-hmm. right, wrong, or indifferent, and I think this is just going to be another Jordan Peele movie. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. I I would say it is, but I don't know. It's worth the five dollar rental, though. Like, yeah, it's not terrible. I think if if I watch it, I want to do an episode. I, here's my problem: is that when some of these movies like the night house like as soon as i watched it i immediately wanted to record an episode on it mm-hmm. yeah and this is the first time i've even gotten to talk about it but like i feel like that movie is one that i'm gonna watch and then i'm gonna want to record an episode on and the other two won't have seen it yet so then it's never gonna happen so i'm like kind of waiting buying my time but do you think know. those two would like the night house um it's a good question i don't know i think if I had to guess, I would say Jessica would like it more than Seth. I think I would rate it the highest and then Jessica and then Seth. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I had to, if I had to guess. Just strictly based on movie taste. It's, that's kind of the cool thing about our show is that like we all have such differing opinions. Mm-hmm. The problem yeah. is I can't get them to argue with me very much, even though I try. <laughs> <laughs> When it comes Brooke to and I have been like, we've been super tight with our rankings lately. Yeah. We it's have, been weird. Yeah. You've been spot on with one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been kind of weird. You guys are simpatico. Your brains have just. Mm-hmm. We've, we've synced up our periods. That's cute. Speaking of that, have you watched Yellow Jackets? No. Holy fuck. How many times are you going to ask that? <laughs> I'm, just fucking, I'm just joking. Just be prepared for that, Mark. I got a question for Brooke though. Uh oh. Yeah. You're how how far into the Puppet Master franchise are you right now? Uh I haven't watched any since the last time I've told you, but I've watched seven of the movies. Wow. Um apparently they get worse like from here on out. So I don't know how they could get better. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't think it's a bad franchise. Like it's they're not great movies, but they're not like terrible, like I would watch them again, honestly. Maybe minus one or two of them, but yeah. I've never seen any of them. Really? No, never. Maybe that's one I should dive into. Oh, God. No, I shouldn't. Is that what you're saying? In my personal opinion. I mean, I'd probably tackle another franchise before that one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. I respect your opinion, Brooke. I will not be tackling uh, the Puppet Master franchise then. Do Leprechaun first. Ugh. Man, that one was just so terrible. Maybe I should go through the whole Puppet Master franchise and then we can do like a big episode on it. There you go. There we go. Of like comparing our rankings. Yeah. 
the probably so that we've been putting off for two oh years. God, don't even talk about Patreon, <laughs> man. Your poor Patreon subscribers. I know. I just sit around every day. I'm like, I wonder if these guys are gonna really. Oh no, they didn't. When's what's the last one you guys did, with the exception of the one Brooke and I did? You don't want to know. Mortal Kombat. It has Mortal Kombat, <laughs> which was like, <laughs> I think a year ago, honestly. Yeah. Is, yeah. Was that in uh, preparation for the new one? Yep. I distinctly remember the new one coming out because I had gotten my second COVID shot and I was laying on the couch on the other side of the camera here, like dying and watched mm. that movie because it came out. I was like, I'm going to schedule my COVID shot, my second one, because everybody said the second one was worse than the first. And uh, I was like, I'm going to schedule it. I went and got it the day before. And lo and behold, all the symptoms hit. And I was like laying on the couch down here with like my little space heater on. So I was freezing my ass off. And it was like the dead <laughs> of summer. And I watched uh, Mortal Kombat. I and- keep wanting to rewatch it because it's on Crave too. Yeah, me too. But I just never get around to it. When Abby and I were in Indianapolis at the end of last year, it was on HBO. Um, like, because again, we were at the hotel. So it was like just on at a certain time. So we were like, mm-hmm. Let's just stay in tonight and watch TV. So we did, and like rent, like ordered pizza, and like s- sat in the hotel. Was total lazy asses, and that movie was one that was on that we ended up watching. And if I remember correctly, I think it was just as I I didn't mind it. Again, it's a movie you just kind of just mm-hmm. put on and yeah, enjoy. It's not going to win any awards, but it's a Fast and the Furious movie. Better watch your mouth, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Better watch your mouth. That's aggressive. But all right, we've been at it for two hours and six minutes. Let's start to wrap it up here. Any any pressing questions you guys want to ask me? I don't know. Any uh, camping trips planned for the summer with the family? Three. We're camping three weekends this summer. I looked at the calendar and I was like, Abby, are we really camping three weekends this summer and she was like yes they're already paid for and we have our sites picked out i'm like crap nice jesus yeah dude one of them is like a long trip we're talking like wednesday through sunday damn we take camp dude we're like actual i know people that actually go out in the wilderness and don't have electricity that's how you gotta do it man but yeah we're doing that it's gonna be a lot of fun the kids love it dude but man after like three nights i'm done yeah, I'm like, put me in a bed, dude. That's why you gotta go glamping, man. Just bring like the big ass inflatable bed and you know, inflatable TVs. couch. You know, inflatable. We do now. We do have air mattresses. Abby and I have a, a air mattress we sleep on, but the <laughs> girls have um, portable bunk beds because we have like a. Uh, it's portable a, bunk beds. Yeah, it's a cat. It's it's That's called new. a it's called a cabin tent. So it's like really tall. Okay. Because so, I I can stand up in it. It's that tall. Huh. So the girls, so it looks like um, basically they're like cots, but they stack. Okay. And okay. that way it saves us room in the tent. So the girls um, have their bunk beds. They're like cots, but they're stacked on the one side of the tent. And then Abby and I's beds on the other side of the tent. And then we've got like a little area. So like if it's raining or something, we can still hang out inside and play cards and whatnot. And they everybody mm-hmm. can get dressed very easily. So it's not like... Um, cumbersome to do all that so in mm-hmm. that respect yeah. it's pretty easy it, it's not like when you see these guys like joe rogan and cam haynes go out in the middle of the freaking wilderness with their backpack <laughs> tents we're not we're not doing that like we've got skillets and and stuff like it but it's still camping yeah 
I, I love camping, but I hate the feeling of waking up in a tent. Because it's so light I don't out. like it, to be honest. I just feel like, because it's like, a tent is always more humid. Yeah. Yeah. Then, like, you just wake up feeling like, like you just need a shower right away. Agreed. And well, then if it rains throughout the night, you're like, half of your fucking shit soaking wet. Well, I mean, there's a way to prevent that. You just don't push it up against the sides. But I see, I see what you're saying because it did rain yeah. last time we went, and none of our stuff got wet. But um, it's the problem with that is you just track mud in the tent, so then it's just yeah. like ugh, yeah. But I'm with you. No, we uh, we enjoy it. It's like I said for like three nights, so it's like man, like we could be home in an hour. Like let's pack this bitch up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I, I I like the event of camping, like. Like the whole like having bonfires and like shit like that. I think that's a lot of fun and yeah. like going out and fishing and all this stuff. But it's just the waking up in a tent that I don't like. But the rest of the time you're fine. Yeah, I have a good time. Yeah, it's funny because last time we were out last summer, um, we were Abby. We put the kids to bed and Abby and I were sitting around the fire just hanging out. And she was like, she started laughing. I was like, what? And she was like, I'm just thinking about how stupid you think this is. I was like, what do you mean? She was like. <laughs> Because you guys know we moved during COVID, so we we uh we live out in the middle of nowhere, but not in the middle of nowhere, but like we have a decent amount of backyard, etc. And like we have like no, we have like neighbors to the side over here, but they're old and they don't communicate with us, and they go to bed really early. But like we could have literally been been sitting in our backyard at our own fire pit with the kids asleep in the house in their own beds, and like I could have just put the fire out, and we could have went and gotten our own beds. Like we're doing. It would have been very feasible that we're doing the same thing at home, right? Mm-hmm. But then the kids don't get the experience, so it's give and take. Yeah. But she was like, "I just, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking that I know you think that this is stupid that we're sitting here when we could be at home." And I'm not gonna lie, she was partially right because I was thinking like, <laughs> you know what? Like, if we were at home, I could be in my own bed in the next five minutes, not sleeping on this damn air mattress. But mm. that's it. That's all I got about camping. Nice. That was a great question. Thanks. All right, give me another one. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So what do you guys have coming up episode-wise? Uh, we're doing uh, Lake Placid. Okay. Betty White. Love it. Yeah. yeah. And then I think Piranha. Uh, I we think did the Piranha. New one, I think. Oh, you're doing the I new one? we're going to do the new one, I think. Okay. Yeah. Is it Piranha yeah. 3D or something? Yeah. Yeah, 3D and then uh Jurassic Park with uh Felicia. Oh, that'll be fun. She's a Jurassic Park nut. That's why we're getting her on. Yeah, that'll and be then cool. she's coming on again in June for an episode. Dag on, are you guys like recruiting her to be like official Elm Street? Uh well, she's the new Josh. Oh yeah, how come I don't ever get invited on and where I pitch you guys <laughs> off or what? <laughs> No, like we're doing this whole like prehistoric Sheesh. month. So like any any creature feature that features like a prehistoric yeah. type of I don't know, species, I guess you could say. Well, I hope the monsters hurries up and comes out so I can come back on your show because you guys only have me on to talk about Rob Zombie, so <laughs> Maybe we'll get you on for Hatchet Two or something. Dude, I'm in. I think Hatchet Two is the best one in the whole series. I know. Oh, I, did I already tell you that? That's when Daniel Harris comes into the series. Dude, Hatchet is such a good... So you guys, I'm not... You're not... No, I said we're wrapping it up. I'm not going down that rabbit hole, so... But whatever. <laughs> we'll All put right. a pin in that. 
We'll put we'll put we'll put that in the parking lot. Yep. And then we'll go back to it. But all right. Well, thanks for hanging out with me. I I don't. This wasn't even my idea. Wasn't this your idea, Mark? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you can just throw out the like. Hey, you guys want to record? And I'd be like, Yeah, I'll drop everything I'm doing. Yeah. I can't help it. I'm an addict. Well, we pretty much did this like happened you know within a day or two very impromptu <laughs> eh, i always have fun you guys are always fun to talk to you guys listen to my rants and don't tell me how stupid i am you just text me later and tell me i suck but yep that's fine i we, appreciate it we do it where people can't hear us yeah well yeah that's fine i don't care i have actually that's worse for you i have screenshots i'm screenshotting all of it all the time we have to keep up the night the nice Canadian persona. Yeah, right. Everybody thinks I'm Canadian because I'm on your guys' show so much. So <laughs> I'm a, an Ohio Canadian. But all right, guys. Well, hey, I'm gonna go to bed. But hey, thanks yep. for hanging out with me. Yeah. Thanks all for right, having, having us. On, man. Had hey, a great time. You guys are always welcome. You can be bona fide HMC members if you want to be. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Lucky you. We're out of here. Bye. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all. I'm holding in that yawn this entire episode. Yeah, man, I've been yawning like a fucking madman tonight. The problem is, uh, I'm too dumb to pull my head away from us, so then it gets picked up. Like Seth, when he's over here, (laughs) (laughs) the whole episode, I'm like, would you quit doing that?